my friend, are listening to the Happy Hearthstone. This episode is brought to you, as always, by listeners just like you. Thank you so much, Typical Tyrant, Chris M., Nicholas D., Nick Patrick, Jordan L., Algaron, Zorocio, Robert Y., and Beef Squatch for being part of the team that makes this show happen. You can join them and get some amazing perks yourself. In fact, there's a special offer we'll mention. Go over and check it out for yourself at patreon.com slash thehappyhearthstone. And join our Discord to talk new decks, new cards, and all sorts of stuff. The Happy Hearthstone slash discord hello and welcome to episode 163 of the happy hearthstone the longest running hearthstone podcast in the history of space and time and cards i'm your host andrew brown and we just haven't left this little layer, I guess. Uh, I don't know if this means that the villains have taken over Dalaran or if they've been put behind bars by the Dalaranites. But either way, uh, they've got a lot of food in the fridge. So Wicked Good and I have just been hanging out. I mean, I, I don't know if we'll ever leave here, Steve. Well, I mean, the problem is that we've been we've been lackeys in training for like the past week. That's true. And the way that they're initiating us is they're making us record the second part of the card review until we get it right. So we've actually just been in here recording the card review for about four days straight. Well, what we can't say are the mechanisms that they're using to uh, to force us to do such things. Like, I don't know, there's like a pick that has like a candle on it. I can't tell what it is, but it seems good. Like... I don't know about you, but my morale is extremely inspired. <laughs> oh, there's so many puns we could make. But regardless uh, of the puns, Rise of Shadows is here, my friend. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling good. I know there's there's been a little bit of controversy, especially in the competitive circuit, because Warrior is oh, a thing. Cow. And yep. it's uh, the problem with Warrior being too good is that the specialist tournaments are taking very long. But yeah. That's why I don't play specialist tournaments. So when I'm, I you know, I, I actually haven't had as much time to play as I would have liked over the last couple of days because I, I kind of liked when it recorded on Thursday because there was like the one day when, you know, there was the half day when it released and then you had, you just had to get through Friday and then you could get to the weekend and play sure, to your heart's sure. content. And yep. these last three days at work have been murder, oh, <laughs> especially because I've been at work long. So it's, it's been very hard to focus, but I'm looking forward to this weekend when I can really, you know, sink my teeth into a lot of stuff, but I've been playing a bunch of different decks. I really like how different it feels and it feels like we get to play with a lot of the toys that we've been getting over the past year. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm still very much enjoying it and I, you know, this is just the beginning. Like, there's going to be other decks that are going to come out. Like, generally in these first post-rotation metas, it takes about a month for, like, the really strong decks to get figured out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like, I'm thinking of, like, Murloc, Murloc Paladin and in um, in Angoro and also Burn Mage took about a month to come out. And and I'm trying to remember what was... I mean, I've kind of blocked it on my mind what was... um the big well i mean it wasn't that wasn't really the, so much the case in um witchwood because that was just kind of an extension of cobalt and catacombs yeah. until the nerf but um but you know even in those other post rotation rotation metas where it wasn't just an extension of the last meta it was it's usually taken a little while so i'm really excited to see what comes out but even just some of the stuff like you know you and i and ridiculous hat have a collaborative to do as project to keep track of all of the decks for when Hat and I record uh, my next off curve where we go through all the decks the way that we go through the cards on this show. Mm-hmm. And we're over 100 now. 
And That's intense. It's something. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, in fairness, I set up the Todoist about five minutes before the set launched on right, Tuesday. Right. And when I got home from work, uh, had it already put 48 lists in there. So Yeah, you asked him to be a part of this, so you knew what you were getting yourself into. <laughs> oh, oh. I mean, it's, call, it's called outsourcing is, is what That's it is. That's true. So. That's true. And if there's anyone good at finding every single deck list, it is by far him. Um, yes. Let me let me ask you, what's the most surprising deck that you've wanted to play with or haven't gotten around to quite yet? Um, I think Token Druid pretty... Pr- I mean, we kind of knew that Token Druid was going to be the only way that Druid was really going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't gotten to play it yet because I had a choice between crafting Caligos and crafting Keeper Staladris, and I chose Caligos because that seemed way more fun. That's fair. To me. Um, but I was kind of, I'm kind of surprised that that's as good as it is. I'm also a little bit surprised that, I mean, you know, we had our, our disagreement about Archvillain Rafam last week and mm-hmm. I thought it was a control staple and it is, but I was surprised to see it's making its way into Zudex of all things. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it makes sense. Like I, I understand why it's there because those are really all in. And then that's like your backup plan. If your initial couple ways of aggression get shut down, but I didn't even think that that was going to be. A consideration for that deck i figured it would just be leroy and just if you don't get through you don't get through but it seems like it's kind of like a prince liam for yeah. odd paladin essentially just like yeah a, or witch's cauldron yeah yeah a secondary motive to just get you back in the game hopefully yeah that's yeah. pretty cool so, so what are you surprised by i am trying to think of what i'm surprised by i, I guess i'm so surprised that like warrior and rogue and i guess shaman well no and druid that's basically the meta right now like as many interesting cards as there are out there those have just really absorbed such a such a huge majority of what people are playing with so it i i mean and i'm I'm especially surprised obviously we talked about bombs we knew they would be popular I didn't expect they'd be this effective, and yet yeah. here we are. I got to rank five today with Bomb Warrior, and I've never felt better, but um, I, I don't know. It's far too early to to be too concerned what, of what's going to be overpowered, or I, I don't know. You remember day one of like Journey to Angoro that the oh, Warrior yeah. Quest people were calling for nerfs on that on day one, and it just yeah. it settled out. You know, we, we see this every rotation, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what comes, but... I was thinking as you were talking about uh, the potential for the future, I think I'm most excited about how it feels like there's still plenty of space for the expansions yeah. that come later this year to shake things up significantly. I think we felt it last year when Witchwood came out and we realized, oh, these are kind of the same decks we've been playing. Uh-oh. But now there's been just such a such a diversion from that that I feel like this entire year is going to feel very fresh. And that's very exciting. I hope I don't put my foot in my mouth. But um, but I, I, I'm very encouraged and hopeful for what's to come, essentially. Yeah. And, and I think the only thing that might sour that, and if I can take like two minutes on mindset really yeah, quick, because yeah. I, I almost recorded an extra off-curve today after some conversation that was coming in from, I think it was the Inner Fire channel in, in your Discord, uh-huh. which... You know, again, is a perk of the Patreon, and you should get in on that if right. you if you haven't already, because there's been a lot of good discussion in there mm-hmm. already. But there was some discussion about Bomb Warrior and how it's tilting some people off the face of the earth, and, and understandably so. And, you know, and because the problem with the bombs is that they feel random, and it feels like there's nothing you can do about them. Because you're just going to draw the cards, and, and then you take five damage and you lose if you're down that far. And I think that... First of all, the thing to realize is that they're 
they're not really that unfair because it's basically the same as if your opponent plays Blink Fox and just draws a Mind Blast and gets to play it for free at some point, right? Like they're getting to do five face damage, but that's all it does. And you're, you kind of, the way that you can kind of reframe your mind is instead of you draw the card and then you die and then you're upset because it just came out of nowhere. If they're, if you're playing against a bomb warrior, you're going to be playing against them a lot. The trick is keep a, keep a tally in your head of how many bombs are in your deck and just mentally subtract that much damage from your life total. And then what that does is it either lets you know that you're not going to die, or if you are going to die, then you know that you're playing on borrowed time and it lets you change your strategy to be more aggressive or prioritize healing or prioritize armor mm-hmm. or whatever you have to do. But if you're not paying attention to how many bombs are in your deck, then it is going to come out of nowhere and surprise you. But if you do, then at least you can play around it as best you can. And you can't play around the bombs themselves, but you can play around how how much time it takes you to end the game um, and, you know, try to end the game before you draw the bombs and that's how you play around them. Yeah, that's a good word. And the only thing I'd add is you don't have to remember if you're playing with a tracker. So get yep. one. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's weird. I was listening to Coin Concede this week and they were talking about how we are in a meta that is so healingless. Like there were yeah. a lot of a lot of comebacks and I think that's why the bombs are a little bit... Uh, easy to get set off by because other than like witches brew zilliacs obviously there aren't a lot of huge healing packages that are available in the game so you're kind of dependent on uh, either tempo row getting some things from another class i actually i have seen healing touch quite a quite a few times from that or i don't know I guess that's it. You know, like you hope yeah. from these discover mechanics that you get something. So it's it's a very different meta because of that. I don't. I mean, back in the anti keelbot days, you could always come back, or you know. Uh, but now we don't have a lot of things to do with that. So you do have to be a little bit smorky. But our, our yeah. aggro friends will like that. So I mean, you, there are things you can do. Like you could play some of the neutral healing too. I mean, yeah. You can play an Earthring Farseer or the the four drop or whatever if you really want to. Or the or... divine healer is that the. Uh, Four mana, three, two. With traveling healer? Was traveling that healer. That, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Of. Yep. Um, or, I mean, I've been taking Ice Barrier. I've been playing um, Summoner Mage. I've been taking Ice Barrier off of Fire True Witch Doctor oh, a lot. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so that's something you can do too. Or, or you know, even just like Mirror Image sometimes mm-hmm. is good just Slows to get some down. butts in yeah. the way. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's, you kind of have to be a little bit creative about how you're going to heal. And sometimes that just means you just, the way, the way you heal is by just hitting your opponent in the face. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the best defense is a good offense. Yeah, it's true. Well, any anything else you want to mention? Well, actually, no. There's plenty we need to talk. We need to talk about why you're happy, although it doesn't have to take up a ton of time. It wouldn't yeah. be the happy Hearthstone without it. So, Steve, what's been going on this week outside of insanity at work for you? Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I'm well. I mean, we just recorded on Sunday. Yeah, so <laughs> it's only been a few days. <laughs> it's only been a few days, and most of my I haven't actually gotten to do anything other than go to work and come home and play Hearthstone. So, um, I, I mean, I am I am happy that I was I've I've been playing diablo on the side oh there you go and and so i play that on the train because i can't play hearthstone on the train because the the internet cuts out right and i uh so this is the first time that i've actually been playing the end game content and i have for the first i mean i i've never really done the greater rifts at the end of the game anyway but this is the first time i crossed uh greater rift nut level 90 oh wow which is that's insane which is Good job. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> and so I put a lot of hours into it, but I'm really kind of enjoying that. It, it's kind of good to turn my brain off. Mm-hmm. So I've been enjoying doing that and just kind of grinding through some greater rifts on the train and 
and shutting my brain off. So, but that that's pretty much that's all I've had time to do since 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 we talked last. What are, why are you yeah. happy this week? I feel like I've had even less time, honestly. But uh, I the two things that came to mind is we were if you recall the bomb cyclone that hits like. A month ago, I guess, in the Midwest region, that was oh, yeah. it literally shut the city down for a day, which that never happens in Colorado. We were we had reports this week of something very similar hitting us. And so my work like did a two hour delay because they were like, okay, we just want to be cautious. And it, it was like nothing happened. There was a lot of snow and it was kind of, it was like a whiteout for a few hours, but I woke up that next morning and I was like, uh did we even get hit with anything? And then through the day, it just melted. So I, I'm, I'm thankful there wasn't any any insanity because last time there were people stranded out on the highways for like eight or ten hours waiting for search and rescue and stuff like that. I mean, it was it was bananas. So I'm I'm definitely thankful for that. Um, and I, I I was really thankful too that we got these legendary launch quests because we didn't really know that was going to happen until. The set was released, but every day you got a simple quest and you could get a Rise of Shadows card pack and a card pack from one of the uh, year's uh, packs, including on day five, we got one from every every set, I guess, that was released in Year of the Raven, plus the Rise of Shadows. So pretty nice to just get some extra cards. So I hope that you were uh, were logging in every day, because if you're not... Got no one to blame but yourself on that. And and, and they also gave us a Brawlicium, so you can grind gold oh, if that's you have right. any left over. Yep. I, I've not been having too much luck in it, but hopefully this weekend <laughs> I'll be able to do a little bit better. Yeah, I do need to do my free ticket. I haven't decided what I'm going to do, if I'm going to bomb or if I'm going to try and counter bomb. Those, those seem like the two strategies, at least at this point. Yeah. So, anyway... I'm happy for all those reasons, and I'm happy that we get to do some more cards. We've saved all of the heroic cards, the heroes of Dalaran. This is the mysterious group that uh, I am excited to see what they do in the single-player content. I bet we'll get hints of it, especially like at the very end. Um, I'm wondering if the single-player content we're going to play as the villains the whole way through, and then... Oh, that would be cool. And then the next set will be... It could either be from the hero's perspective, like... The, the whole story just in reverse or it could be the next step maybe who knows so it'll be fun but regardless we've got some cool cards to talk about we got druid hunter mage and paladin and then uh, several neutrals that we were kind of supposed to go over last time but we've been doing this long enough to know that we shouldn't uh, we should know the second half is always going to have a bit more all right you ready for this steve I am I am ready. I am ready to go. I am full of uh something in vinegar. So <laughs> something well, hey, before before that vinegar leaves your system, I do need to shout out the Patreon right before we do this. In case you forgot last week, we talked about the inner fire. Steve mentioned it earlier in the show. It's a new section on the Patreon that is it's an exclusive Discord channel for people who want to really up their game and get serious about improving. It's a great community. We've been having a lot of discussions, obviously, as this new set has been released. It's going to be super helpful for those of you who just don't know where to go to get better. There's lots of great resources out here, but in the Inner Fire, this is specifically a community for you in order to improve. And that begins at $10 a month. So you can go check that out. And exclusively for this month, if you join us at the $10 a month level or above, you will get a free month of hsreplay.net premium which is all the filters and more that you could possibly imagine. If you haven't checked that out yet, all of their meta and archetypes have been updated for Rise of Shadows. They'll continue to 
uh, look at that and, and come out with a ton of content. You really should follow them on Twitter, HSReplayNet, uh, because of the exclusive sort of data peaks that you get, I guess, there. So I want to thank them so much for uh, for just wanting to partner and do something together. This is a great opportunity for you to check out HSReplay.net Premium if you've been wanting to and to support the show as well. So check it out at Patreon.com slash The Happy Hearthstone. And again, weekly episodes are back, so really excited to get back to that next week. Well, I guess this is technically the first weekly episode of us yeah. coming back. So uh, it's nice that we didn't have to wait all month for uh, you know for the second half or anything like that. I remember the dark days of having to wait two weeks for part two of the of the card review. I'm I'm very glad that everyone came through and yeah. uh, and and rallied to to make sure that we didn't have to wait in suspense for two weeks. I am humble, thankful, and everything in between. So let's not keep you in suspense for these druid cards. Why don't you kick us off here, Steve, with uh, Keeper Stiladris? Okay, so Keeper Stiladris is a two mana two three. After you choose, after you cast a choose one spell, add copies of both choices to your hand. Uh, so in standard, there are not very many choose ones left spells specifically because minions don't count for this. So right, you have. Right. Mark of Nature, you have Mark of the Loa, you have Power of the Wild, Nourish, and Wrath, I believe are all of them. We didn't There's get... There's Mark of oh, the and Loa. Crystal, and, crystal, and Crystal Power. I said Mark of the Loa, yeah, but... Yeah. And Crystal oh, okay. Power, which is, a new, which is a new card. Yeah. Um, But that's... So there's those six. So you have to be running those in your deck. Um, You know, but that said, you get to play the first one along with Keeper Stiladris, and then you get to play you know, each one of those other effects whenever you want, it doesn't have to be in that turn. And, yeah. you know, other than like nourish, they're all relatively cheap. They're all like two or three mana, I mm -hmm. believe. So you, you can fit this in relatively easily. And this has been making its way into most of the token druid decks, just because, especially with Mark of the Loa, you can just buff and empower the wild. Presumably you can just buff your whole board multiple times without mm -hmm. needing to run multiple cards uh, and it kind of fi fills that slot where branching paths used to be. Mm -hmm. So it's it's stronger than I thought it was going to be, but it needs to be in something specifically like a token druid, it looks like. Yeah, it's a slower fandrel, really. And yeah. the nice thing with those token decks in Power of the Wild and Mark of the Loa is that you like both effects. So not only it, it's sort of a uh, soft twin spell, I guess, that actually gets you more value than twin spell would. So the card itself isn't actually like overcosted to account for the twin spell. And a two mana two three is perfectly fine. You know, I feel like if this was a two mana one three, maybe even a zero three, you'd still run it. Probably not a zero three. But well no, I I don't know, you're buffing it. But regardless, even if you're just playing it on turn two and then you're hoping to play a, a a three cost choose one or something like that, it's perfectly fine. I, I went up against a token druid today that just could not relent. And it's because of all the value that they got out of that. That seems to be Token Druid's big strong point right now is the fact that they've got a lot of tools that give them so much board presence that is difficult to deal with. You have to throw your big spells and then at some point you don't have enough and they just keep on coming and you lose. So this is a good part of the package. This is like the one legendary I think I opened in my pre-order that I was happy about. Uh, yeah, I, I may have to craft this one. This is one I didn't get. And I may, like I said, I, I crafted 
Caligos instead of instead of this, but oh, I may need right. to craft it soon, especially because there's a list that I was looking up for our next card that I may need to play. So <laughs> I would argue a four and constructed for this one. Yeah, I think so. It's probably three in arena because it's still yeah. just a two mana two three. It doesn't matter if the text ever goes off. Like a two mana two three is fine stats for arena. And I would say if you get that one time, that that could be all that you need to sort of get the upper hand because card advantage is so important in arena. So, uh, so yeah, I, I would pick it. Yeah, three's fine. Yeah, three's fine. Okay, next one's Lucent Bark, the other legendary. Eight mana, four, eight with Taunt. And it reads Battle Cry, Go Dorm, or Death Rattle, excuse me, Go Dormant. Oh, Battle, battle Cry would be weird. That, that would be bad, yeah. <laughs> Death Rattle, Go Dormant, restore five health uh, to resummon this minion. So, yeah. This is Taunt Druid's uh, revenge, I suppose, because you play this card really late. And then if you're playing the Heal Druid package, which is sort of new for this set, then you can get infinite value potentially off of your Lucent Bark. I think it's fine. I don't think this card is going to make Heal Druid a thing, but having the potential infinite value, I mean, we've only seen that really with Sherazin, which was in Rogue, and it's very dependent on is it reliable that you can heal 10, 15 damage in order to get it back. I mean, if you get it back once, it's probably fine. Uh, but uh, beyond that, then it could be just too much that your opponent, especially if they're aggressive, can't uh, can't fight through it. Yeah. So I was I, I was looking through the Todoist for this list, and I realized I didn't have it, and then I just found it on Twitter, and I okay. sent this to you. And I was had about ten minutes ago. I was going to give this a score lower than I was, and I'm going to give it now <laughs> oh because goodness. I'm looking at this list, <gasps> uh-huh. and this list is bonkers. So it's dog, because of course it is. Of course. But so what he's doing is he's running Lucent Bark. He's running two copies of Ancient of Lore, which is a card that hasn't seen any place since it was nerfed when Standard <laughs> first became a thing. And you never played it for the healing. You played it for the two cards you got before. Right, the right. Like, if you were healing, you were about to die. Right. Then that's what right. was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's running a copy of Flabidinous Floop, and he's running to Undertaker. So, oh baby. <laughs> so you have Eddie has a two faceless manipulators. So I think the idea is that you just make this wall of minions that never goes away and then you get an 8/5 that keeps coming back over and over again. That's interesting. Yeah. And it's cuz cuz the Undertaker will get the battle the battle cry. I guess it only gets it once cuz it's going to come back. It's not going to get the death rattle a second time. Uh-huh. But you know, once is an 8/5 that you have to clear twice is bad enough, but it looks like there's enough here, especially with something like Archmage Vargoth. You can get double double uh, healing off of the uh, the Crystal Power, though. I guess that only you only need that to heal once. Also, he's running even one copy of Healing Touch in this. Jeez. And I don't know if this is any good, or if this is one of those decks that only only Dog can love. <laughs> but I'm really really intrigued by this, and and it seems like it could be really obnoxious. The only counter I have is recurring villain seems a lot more reliable for the Undertaker than Lucent Bark. Why not both? I guess I guess so. <laughs> regardless, regardless, I think this has a place. I think it'll be interesting. I would say it's probably a four, especially with yeah. an eye towards the future. I there's good a good chance that the heal package is going to get more support. Yeah, I mean, at minimum, they're going to print more neutral healing. They sure. always do. Yeah, and so that will that will make this more appealing. Like this seems like 
clunky but viable now, mm-hmm. which means that in a set or two, this is going to be probably a thing. So I think it's probably a four and constructed in like a three in arena because yeah. it's gonna, it's going to be an expensive taunt. But sometimes you just need a big butt. And and your mention about neutral healing, usually you choose that in arena. So there's actually not a it's not terribly crazy that you could get this guy back. So I don't know. We'll see. And this is a really interesting minion to get from random effects too, because uh, there's some classes that can do okay, um, priest with uh, with something like this. <laughs> yeah. Um. So crystal stag is a five mana four four with rush battle cry. If you've restored five health this game, summon a copy of this. So I'm I'm interested that dog is not running this in that deck, because uh, I would think that this would be one of the payoffs, but apparently that's not good enough, which kind of makes me wonder how good this card is, because. I mean, a 5-mana 4-4 rush is not fantastic. Like, Scale Worm is a 4-mana 5-4 with rush, Mm -hmm. as long as you have a dragon. Getting two of them is much better. And I guess the question is also, like, when you need it, like, on curve, like, how often have you restored 5 health? Because you need to... Something has to have taken 5 damage and then gotten that health restored. I mean, if you're running Crystallizer, then you're fine, but... uh... Right, right. But even then, it doesn't look like he's doing that. So it's... Yeah, I mean, it looks like the heal package is more for the late game when you've already taken a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. This, when you need it early, may not be active enough, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was pretty high on this card right off the gates, but especially just now when you mentioned Scale Worm, the reason, one of the big reasons Scale Worm is so, is so effective is because it has five attack. Five and four is right. a really big difference. Uh, even if you're getting two of them, I would say there's a really good chance that you might be running both of them into the same minion. Like, it's only really good if you can take care of two different minions and they both live and your opponent doesn't have AoE. So, I'm, you know, the more I think about it, the the less excited I really am. I guess while now that Druid doesn't have Naturalize and doesn't have the Spellstone, it needs some removal. And this is this is okay. Like, it's it's fine. Yeah. It'll probably you still have Swipe, though. Yeah, you have Swipe. You definitely run that. This is just... It's just fine. Like, I think it's probably a three and constructed in two in arena, maybe. Yeah, that sounds about right to me. I think so. I mean, well, maybe it's a three in arena because it's still a, fi- a four or four with rush. Yeah. Which is still which removal. Is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can go up to it. You're not there. excited about it and you're probably never going to get the text to go off, but even just like a five, a five mana, four damage removal is okay. Yeah. Next here, we have Crystal Song Portal, epic spell for druid, two mana, and it reads, discover a druid minion. If your hand has no minions, keep all three. And I'll be honest, I've been pretty confused about this card since I saw it, basically. I was trying out a token druid list, I think in a friendly match, and it was running two copies of this. I've seen it a lot in token druid lists. And I, I was really interested, like, is this going to be worth it? Is it? Do I just need to play it for two whenever? Or do I need to wait? And I was surprised how quickly my hand got flushed of minions. And I, I think I won before I was actually able to activate it. But I think the next turn, if I had needed it, I would have gotten three, uh, three minions. So uh, this is sort of like an Omega assembly. And... I would say it's a little bit like Druid minions are probably a little bit worse than mechs because mechs all synergize with each other. I, I feel like I'm very rarely upset with Omega simply giving me all three. Um, but in the token Druid list, you just get some stuff, flood the board. I think it's okay. I'm not too convinced that it's going to live past that. What's your take on this, Steve? Yeah, I don't know. Again, I haven't played the token Druid list enough to know like how good this really is. I mean, there's... Druid minions are a mixed bag. 
like you do have some stuff like uh you know like ironbark protector is decent mulch muncher is good if in a in a token druid mulch muncher is good oh yeah you know you have things like war druid lodi that are and tree speaker that would synergize with it um you know even a lucent bark is just a big butt that you get on the board like keeper of the grove gives you a silence but then you also get stuff like well dust fallen aviana and, <laughs> oh no <laughs> and i and you know i mean i guess there aren't that many whiffs really that it's probably still good when the thing is you only get those whiffs if you keep all three and nothing says you right. have to play all three yeah. you know like if right. you get dustfall on aviana just keep it in your hand and don't do anything um right and and if, if you're discovering you just pick the best one and that's it, fine so i i don't think you're ever discovering with this i think you're kind of you're emptying your hand on purpose and then you're playing it if you're playing this card like yeah this is like master's call where if you're if you're discovering, then you're very, very desperate well, when you're when you're playing this. My my counterpoint would be I feel like the I feel like Omega Assembly is the best thing to relate this to. And there are games where you don't have what you need in the early game and you play Omega Assembly just to get a card on board. So there are there are instances where it will be appropriate, but I, I, I agree that yeah. th those instances are gonna be fewer than many for sure. Yeah, and, and the thing with Omega Assembly is you know you're not you know you're several turns away from getting the full value off of it. Here yeah. you just need to be able to dump your hand. Yeah, that's true. So so, that's true. so that it's a little bit easier to get that get that off. I I I feel like this is probably good enough given the context of the deck that it's in, which is token druid. Mm -hmm. I, I don't it doesn't feel like a deck that's go a card that's going to fall out of the deck because it just gives you a plan B. Yeah. Right? And yeah. and that's really what because a token druid deck is going to be by nature all in uh -huh. a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. And this kind of gives you a fallback plan. Like if you find an ancient of war, or oh, you find gosh, yeah. a, like an, an iron bark protector. Or like even a gonk the raptor and be able to like set it up so that you can you can start drawing some cards off of it. That's okay, right? And then you know best case you're getting things that synergize. You're getting cards that you would play in your deck anyway, like Keeper Still Address. Mm -hmm. So and, and again, the le the legendaries are going to be offered the same the same as all the others. Yeah. So I think this is probably a four yeah, you, you, in that you deck. Convince me, it. yeah. I and I would say it's probably a four in Arena too. Like. It's fine, and I like. I always think about the top deck situation, which that's pretty good with this. But even if, uh, even if you're not in the top deck situation and you need to discover it, you can you can curve out into what you need rather than having to take a card that's just bad. I th I think this is a card you would pick most times in in arena. And, and the best part about it is that I have played against it once and seen Splinter Graph get played on purpose. Oh, I want Splinter Graph to work. <laughs> I know you do. I just don't think it will. <laughs> it was okay in that game, at least. I, just, I bet I, it was. Not if you put it in your deck, but yeah. So I, it's probably a four in arena yeah. just because, I mean, you know, getting three cards that are going to be on average better than, better than you know, just like random cards is fine. Yeah. And even if you're just discovering one, that's okay in, in a pinch. Fours across so, the board. Yep. Uh, the Forest Aid is an eight mana spell with twin spell. And this is the first one we've come across. So a twin spell is... A spell that you play and then you get a second copy in your hand in the same position that the first one was. It's like Echo, uh, which, except you don't lose the second copy, essentially. Right. It It's basically the same as the first copy, except it takes the twin spell keyword off of it. Yeah. And this one is eight mana. It says summon five two two treants. So Token Druid likes butts on the board. Token Druid likes treants because there's there are treant strategies, um, treant synergies. Mm -hmm. This is, and this is seen play in that deck. So I... I think you need to play against Token Druid one time 
to figure out just how powerful this card is. Like it, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's like a tchotchke. It's the first card of a keyword that we see that's not that great. But Token Druid is relentless. And this card is, is a really good example of why. Like it feels, or it looks uh, unassumingly way too slow, but then you play against it and you realize I have to take care of these treants now. So you use whatever removal you have, but you know they're going to be able to refresh it immediately the turn after. So you either deal with them and knowing that they can come back or you don't deal with them and they use Savage Roar and just kill you. Like it, it's yeah. a, it is a lose-lose. And it's it's surprising to me how powerful this is, honestly. Yeah, it's it's almost like it's amazing how much power that is, but it is two boards in one card, yeah. which is really powerful. Yeah. So I it's gotta be a four. At and least, even, yeah. I mean, I don't think I want to go up as far as a five, but it is enabling that deck to exist. I, I, I'm considering it. I mean, like it it's it's definitely dependent on the rest of the package. If you just have two of these in your deck, you're no you're not doing well. But uh, yeah, I, I think I want to go forward just because I'm not, I'm not there, but it, it's a good, I, I don't know what more I could ask card. of this card, honestly. Uh, and yeah. I would probably say in arena, it's a four also, like again, yeah, the, I think so. the top deck situation, you're just in a really good spot. So, yeah, I mean, it's the fact you're getting a second board out of it. Like yeah. the first, the, you know, if it was just eight mana, seven, five, two, twos, like whatever, you wouldn't care. But, you know, the fact that you get to do it again mm-hmm. and for the one card in your deck, especially in Arena, you're getting two cards for one. That's basically two boards for one card. That's pretty powerful. That's crazy. And can you believe that we're living in a meta that plays landscaping? Yeah. I don't even know. Is... I don't even know what we rated that card, but... What a uh, time to be alive. That, hey, we, <laughs> this is certain. I mean, you could say that about so many cards, but... I know. Uh, next card here is 3-mana 2-5 Life Weaver, and it reads, Whenever you... Excuse me. Whenever you restore health, add a random druid spell to your hand. You always want to be a little bit mindful of these miracle-ish effects. But this is a really tough one to pull off right now. The heal package is not really where it needs to be for it to be a truly viable or scary deck. But if we get a few more cards off of that, it's whenever you restore health. So you could be restoring health to a minion, to your face. I think that there's some potential with this card. And the fact that it's statted with five health means that there's a good chance it can live too. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like Leafy Lyra, right? Like that's that's basically what we're <laughs> right. what we're dealing with. Yeah. But I, I think the problem is there just aren't enough cheap heal effects now, and there is also an upper limit to that. Like Lyra, the difference between this and Lyra is that Lyra you could kind of chain infinitely because there are a lot of you know ways to discount your spells and a lot of ways to keep ca- casting spells. You're going to run out of things to heal eventually, and that that's the difference between this and a Lyra. It's also cheaper. So you can do more things, but like if a lot of your effects are restore five health or restore eight health, eventually everything's fully healed and then you're done. Sure, sure. And and so, just playing this on turn three, there's a good chance you don't have much damage quite yet. So yeah. Although the next card that we're going to talk about that summons two one twos with life steal, all of a sudden when they attack, if you're under thirty health, then you get two random druid spells. That's good. So that yeah. this is a really hard card to evaluate, honestly, because there's plenty of potential, but right now it's not going to do very well. Like, like I guess, and even the you potential know, again, is limited because of what we're saying too. <laughs> yeah, and, and maybe this isn't fair. Like we're four days in, but I'm looking at that. I I figure if there's a stupid card that can be abused 
dog's going to put it in that list. Sure, sure. And it's not and it's not in that list. Hmm. So that that being said, it doesn't mean that it's bad. It just means that if he's go if he's already building a deck that's around, you know, like this is going to be the most all in version of the deck, the one that you're going to see like the first week of the meta, right? Yeah. Because everybody's just trying all the cards. So if it's not making into a list that if it's not making the cut in that list, it's probably not good enough. But I would argue, you know, it, it could see something. Yeah, and it could get better too. Yeah. Like as we get more cheap heals, it could get better. But I agree, it's probably a two and constructed, and it's I probably a three in arena yeah, just because you'll say. you'll get random heals and a three mana two five is pretty good stats just yeah. for being able to value trade. It's a carrying so, grub. Old yeah, school card. That's fine. Yeah, so that's fine. Um, and you just mentioned uh, Dreamway Guardians, which is a two mana one two, or sorry, two mana su- spell summon two one two dryads with life steal. So. I mean, again, Token Druid wants butts on the board, and this gives you two butts, and those two butts happen to heal you a little bit, and if they get buffed, they heal you even more. So, there you go. It's just, like, the lifesteal always scares me when I see it, because I'm scared they're going to be playing Force of Nature or something and just, like, ramp up the attack like crazy. But you really don't just don't even care about that. It's just a two-mana get two bodies on the board. And if you get that upside, I guess that's great. But most of the time, you just care about that. And especially since these <coughs> lists are wanting to run Crystal Song Portal, having uh, having more spells that create bodies like this is is really good. So you're not going to get a ton of value out of trading unless you're coming up against maybe a Murloc Shaman or something like that. But it's it's a fine card. I would say it's probably threes across the board. I mean, I would say it's probably fours because it's being run in that deck and it's one of the things that's enabling it. Yeah, I mean, it's fine, though. Like, it, it's making its way in there, I would say, more out of necessity rather than the fact yeah. that it's good, you know? It could, I mean, that's that's true. It could fall out of the list. Yeah. So, that, that's that's a fair point. I would stick with the threes. Um, it, yeah, I'm fine with I'm fine with the three. It's fine, yeah. but it's, uh, it's, it's not what's enabling those archetypes. It's just the best option that we have right now, I would say. Yeah. Next one here is Crystal Power. It is a one-mana druid common spell. Choose one. Deal two damage to a minion or restore five health. Jasper Spellstone, this is not. No. But it's fine, still. It's fine. The fact that you have two options, this is one of the very few healing cards that druid got. Uh, There were plenty of times that you played Jasper Spellstone for just heal two damage because that's what you needed early in the game. So I think it's fine. It's, uh, It's not... Well... I guess it I it may be the strongest healing card that Druid has currently, but I would I would estimate that we're gonna see some better stuff. So yeah, it's it's just a good card. It's it's not very sexy, but with Stiladris getting an getting another mm-hmm. copy of dealing two damage and restore health maybe later, it's pretty good. I mean Holy Smite is a even when you're not abusing it with Velen is an okay card. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, and, sure. And so is Arcane Shot in some in some I mean it's not it's not your first choice, mm-hmm. but it'll do. I mean, this doesn't, um, it doesn't go face like those do. So that that's relevant, but it, the, this also has the option to heal you for five. And again, if you're, if you care about healing, you're going to play that. And even if you don't, like we just talked about how little healing there is in this meta right now. So being able to heal five is actually yeah. pretty significant. Yeah, that's true. I, it's basically like flash heal for priest also. So this is yeah. Holy Smite or flash heal. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think it's probably fours across the board. It's just a solid card. Yeah, I mean, we uh, we're not used to getting fair druid cards, so it's hard to evaluate them. But that, and that's what this is. Oh but my gosh! Yeah, it's, branching, it's fours across the board. Branching paths will not be missed at all in my gameplay. Like no, um, unless I no. was playing Mechathune Druid, in which case I love you, branching paths. But. <laughs> 
Um, Acorn Bearer is a one mana two one. Death Rattle add two one one squirrels to your hand. So this gives Token Druid something to do early, and then gives it something to do when it's trying to build a board. And it's it's not flashy, but it works. I played against a Token Druid today, and they had a four four and a five five squirrel off of these tokens. It is not. I- it's not exciting when you look at it, especially like when I first played it, I didn't realize it was add them to your hand. I thought it just spouted them out and I was like, oh, that's really good. But even adding to your hand, there's plenty you can do and one mana creatures are easy to fit into whatever curve you have. So uh, yeah, I would I would argue it's probably fours across the board. Yeah, I think so. I mean, in Arena, it's fantastic, right? It gives you, it's, it's a two one that you can play on one that gives you more stuff to do. I, I can't help but think, have you ever watched the movie Rat Race? Oh, one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. So I'm just thinking of that scene where they, they get the directions and the lady tries to sell them a squirrel and they won't do it. And then she gives them directions. That's the, the, they're driving off the face of the cliff. And as they're driving down, there are all those signs that say you should have bought a squirrel. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> the acorn bear. That's all I can think about with this card. Acorn... I can think of that, that woman who's selling them on the side of the road, but yeah, this lady is not to <laughs> yeah. be trifled with. I, I really need to go back and watch that movie. Uh, me too. That was a good, that was, that was a really, f- I don't watch a lot of movies, but that's one of my favorites. That's a classic. Anyway, yeah, fours across the board for sure. Cool. And the last druid spell we have is Blessing of the Ancients, three mana with twin spell, and it reads, give your minions plus one, plus one. I immediately thought of Mark of the Lotus, which is a one mana version of this without twin spell, and thought, man, this is so pricey. It doesn't matter. Yeah, to buff it's more like blessing. It's more like it's more like uh, like branching paths, really, because you get to do it twice, and you get to buff the health. Yep, I mean, gosh, and oh, oh, the token druid I played. Guess what they were running in their list? Archmage Vargoth. And when, oh yeah, and when they played this, it gave them another <laughs> copy in their hand, and it buffed their. I mean, it was disgusting. I was thankful I had an Omega Destroyer to, to take care of that Vargoth, but. <laughs> Jeez, it was insane. So this is a very strong card. It's it, again, it's all these cards are so unassuming. They're not overpowered where they're going to break the game in half, but they're so good. So I, I think that this is probably fours. Uh, maybe it's I a think five. It's, probably, it's a five and constructed. Yeah. It's a, you're again, right. it's token druid needed another effect like this yeah. because it lost branching paths and savage roar by itself isn't enough. And so that's and, and I mean scenarius is a card that's seeing play again. <sighs> You know, That's again, what a time to be alive. <laughs> but, but, you know, even then, like, this is another effect that you needed. You needed yeah. something like Mark of the Lotus or like Branching Pass, and it needed to be there. And, and you get two of them. Again, in one card, Twin Spell is very powerful that way. So... That's I a hundred percent. I think it's a five and construct. Yeah. It's probably a four in arena because getting yeah. two board buffs is pretty strong, and you don't need to use them all both at once. The thing is, it's only strong if you have a board to buff. So I I, I think four is fair, but there are going to be times when you're going to whiff, and it's not going to feel good to get this yeah. guy. But yeah. All right, on okay. to the hunts. Let's talk okay. about Oblivitron. So uh, there's a world in which hunters are the good guys, and I don't <laughs> understand that. They've been the bad but, guys you know, for so long. Yeah, but anyway, so Oblivitron is a uh, three four, a six mana three four legendary mech that says Death Rattle. Summon a mech from your hand and trigger its Death Rattle. So this is spawned an entire new archetype of mech hunter. Mech hunter is finally a thing have because mercy. the the mechs that have Death Rattles have very good Death Rattles. You have Mechanical Whelp and Spider Bomb. Uh, those are good enough on their own. You also can run Venomizer in, in there if you want to. Uh, you can also some people have teched in Mechathune just for the for kicks, I guess, because uh, I mean it's still 
a 10 10 that you're pulling out of your hand um so that's a thing that you can do and you also get uh ursatron which is the new uh three is a three mana three three summon or draw a mech from your deck so that that's been going in and out of the list but there's enough there um along with some of the other death rattle support that we're getting in this um in this set that Oblivitron is seeing quite a bit of play, and it seems like it's a fairly good counter to all the warriors that are out there. Was this on your radar at all of being a strong card? I I was thinking about it. Like I I mean, what I said when I was writing it up is that if Mech Hunter is a thing at all, this is Void Caller. Right? Sure, sure. And yep. and Void Caller is a card that's very good in the decks that want it. And I figured that I I was reserving uh, I was reserving some judgment just because I wanted to see what else was going to be there and if there was going to be enough support to make this a deck, and it seems like there is. So, but I was a little bit skeptical just because, actually, at first I thought it was a battle cry. And oh, now, okay. <laughs> that's, yeah. al- that's always confusing, right? <laughs> but but uh, even as a death rattle, like, you're putting a minion on the board and then you're making your opponent deal with it awkwardly because they need to deal with that and whatever comes out and whatever comes out of that's death rattle. So it makes things more awkward than just like playing the battle cry and dumping a bunch of stuff onto the board. It's pretty insane. And I, yep. th- this is on my list for crafting. I'm, I'm holding off. I feel like you mentioned, you mentioned Ursatron, but I feel like we have to talk about nine lives along with this because that's yeah. the card that's really pushing this. And nine lives is a three mana epic spell that says discover a friendly death rattle minion that died this game. Also trigger its death rattle. If you can discover Oblivitron, you get it into you get a new copy into your hand. Or wait, is it? Yeah, it's into your hand, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you and yeah, you, you get to discover it, you, so you put it in your hand, and then you get to trigger it. Yeah, so which may pull it, or it may pull something else that's in your hand. I like it's disgusting. It's so good. It's like this is the reason that you play those cards. I mean, even if you well, and and because you can discover. I mean, you're running. You said Spider Bomb, uh, Ursatron, Oblivitron, and Mechanical Whelp. So I guess yeah. there's like a what is that? A 33 percent chance that you won't discover Oblivitron, or at least have the option. That's well. It looks like so. I'm looking at at our uh fr- our my friend Sidisi's list. Uh-huh. I don't know if you know Sidisi yeah, or oh not, yeah, but yeah. yeah so Sidisi's uh, you know a frequent person, a uh, frequent um, visitor in a lot of the discords and, and in streams and stuff like that. So he's running known for Hunter. Uh, first of all, he's running fireworks tech. So you get to trigger oh, this yeah, again. Yeah, and that <laughs> um, he's running one copy of Kaboom bot, which is the three mana two, two that does four damage to a random minion. And he's running one copy of safeguard. Oh, so, and I have seen these lists with bomb tosses, which means goblin bomb could yeah. be in that list also. So I- yeah. And, and by the way, he's also running Zul'jin. Golly. So you get to get you get to nine lives, possibly twice more, and trigger two of the more death rattles as you're Zuljinning. It's it's disgust. I haven't got because you really. I, I mean, you need the nine lives, I think, for that deck. And then at that point, yes. it's like, why are you not running Oblivitron? So I, I'm missing all three of those cards, and so I'm uh, I'm scheming and waiting in the wings for that to really take off. But I I think it is such a scary package, and. I, I, I would say nine lives is probably a five in constructed and yeah, it is. Uh, I don't I don't know. It's not that great in arena. Maybe it's a three. I mean, if you get one good death rattle throughout your game, then it's, you know, you yeah, get it's it going to, it's going to be very draft dependent, right? Yeah. Cause if you have a couple of good death rattles, especially like you have to draw them first, obviously, mm-hmm. 
But if you get a couple, then you're getting it again, and you're also getting to trigger the death rattle. So it depends on what you're drafting, but it, it's not something you're going to take early. But if you get right. a couple of good death rattles, and you you may, because if there's, I don't know if there's an offering bonus on the new set, but I mean, you'll probably get a fair number of Ursatrons, which will just keep drawing themselves yeah, for you. Which is which is perfectly fine. So I, I'd put it at a three just to kind of be safe. And I, yeah. I did not forget about Oblivitron. I, I feel like it's probably a four. Like, it's still a really good card, yeah. but it's not... Um, it's not the reason you play this deck. Uh, and I, th I think you might be able to get away without it, although I wasn't able to find a list that didn't play it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that you play without it, but it definitely makes this deck good. Yeah. So, yeah. And in Arena, I, it's very draft-dependent, but it's very understated if you don't have something. So, I... I, 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 I mean, it's... Probably a one. They're going to be worse legendaries, but I think it's probably a two in Arena. Yeah, two. Okay. I mean, at least it's not actively hurting you, but a six mana three four is tough <laughs> to swallow. That's never good when you're saying that or using yeah. that to to see it. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, sorry. So, well, you. I guess if you did nine lives, I can take. I can take. Yeah. The next one yeah. You take Verissa. Yeah, so sure. so uh, Verissa Windrunner is a seven mana five six legendary minion battle cry. Equip Thoradal the Star's Fury, and Thoradal the Star's Fury is. I forget the stats on the weapon. It's a two attack three durability weapon. Okay, and it gives you spell damage plus plus two for until the end of turn after you attack with it. That's right. So, so there have been a number of um, of decks that have been starting to work around spell damage. Um, they haven't been quite there yet. It looks like it looks like Cat um, was has had a list that she was running, and she's moved on to. I think Murloc Shaman. She's Murlocking like all day for <laughs> yeah. following her her deck list for sure. <laughs> but you know, she's also she's running that and she's running Maligos, and then you have things like Arcane Shots and Rapid Fires and Bomb Tosses. So you can get a decent amount of damage and just kind of burn face off. Uh and that's what I kind of thought this was going to be too. It it again, this is one of those things like if you get one more cheap burn spell that or a way to get a weapon back or something like that then this can go off the charts but i think the the support for it may just not quite not quite be there yet i i just don't think you need that much like playing this effect is very strong if you're able to get plus two spell damage for three turns i this is obviously like wanting to go in some sort of spell damage uh heavy spell hunter list and I feel like they didn't get a ton of of uh, support for that, but they got one card in particular, Rapid Fury, that has twin spell and just deals a damage. Like you, you increase that by spell or with spell damage, and it can end up doing a lot of damage to face. So I, I think this is a good card, and it's scary the more cards that we see that are printed around that. So it's only going to get better. I, I think it's a pretty low barrier for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm willing to give it a four. I think the reason it's not seeing play right now is not because of anything that has to do with that deck, per mm -hmm. se. It's that you're relying on a weapon in a meta where there are a lot of rogues and a lot of warriors. Oh, so yeah. So the, it's everyone is running not yeah. only not only two oozes, but sometimes two oozes and a Harrison. Yeah, it's true. So so that's kind of it's kind of hard to build a deck around something that needs a weapon to stay up for multiple turns, because really you want this, this weapon to stick so you can swing with it and then have 10 mana to throw a burn at face. And that's probably not going to happen in this meta very often. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, uh, but I, I, think, I think it's a, I think it's probably a four. And I mean, even in arena, like you're still getting a, a five, six and a weapon for seven mana. Mm hmm. Like that's not bad. Yeah, I, I, and I, have you seen the lists that are running like this, Malagos and Geppetto? Yeah, I mean, this is great as a battle cry, and I, it's interesting to see those lists because you just 
you this is a card that you don't you don't really care about the body you just care about the effect and it can be really good so yeah, I, yeah I, and, and I mean you're running master's call even though you have like no beasts in the deck just because it lets you right. discover one of like the four minions in your deck or five minions in your deck right so yeah i think four is fair and constructed in an arena i think it's a four two like you, yeah i think so you continue to you're probably using the weapon more for just dealing with the board but it's fine it's pretty good just for that yeah so and you get spells that do damage and they can mm -hmm. do a little bit more damage when you have the weapon there's not gonna be nearly as much removal and uh weapon removal in arena yeah cool next one is arcane fletcher four mana three three minion whenever you play a one cost minion draw a spell from your deck i don't know what to do with this well I, I'll, I'll tell you that the card text gets five out of five. Oh, oh absolutely because, we're never gonna make card happen that's for sure yeah exactly <laughs> that that gets a five out of five I, I mean, I just don't know. I mean, yeah, you get you play Spring Paw, and you play uh, the 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 one mana Death Rattle. I, I we're literally reviewing the cards. I can just scroll down. Shimmerfly. Uh, so you have one cost minions. Like, do you need to draw spells from your deck that much? I, it just seems like it's you. You have to kind of play this and then play the minion, and it has to be a scenario where you, if it's a Spring Paw, you really want to trade that into something. And this isn't this isn't a beast, so it's not going to be in most of the decks that are running Springpaw because Springpaw really wants to be in a mid range based hunter where you can get three beast three cards out of Master's Call, and this isn't a beast. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of in this weird no man's land there where it doesn't really fit in anything, and maybe that'll change. But for right now, it's just kind of like it, it's a it's a weird card that doesn't really have a home. Just a little too late for. Uh the quest hunter lists but even then yeah. it's like why why are you playing it you know so i yeah i'm not yeah i i mean you could play it with halazi i guess oh that's okay that's something like you no know, because i mean like if i'm stretching because then you get a whole bunch of one minute but sure that's like you know relying on a legendary on drawing a legendary out of your deck but maybe you know maybe in wild with stitch tracker you can do something i don't know but yeah it's 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 weird it's hard to it's hard to abuse that. And then you really have to want like those spells. Like if you have something that has very few spells, but they're really important. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what that deck looks like, but there's probably a way to, there's probably a way to abuse it, but I just don't know what it is. Yeah. You, the reason why you're saying that is because this reads, when you do this, draw this. When you see yes. that text on a card, you should always at least be a little bit mindful. But right now, we just don't know what to do with it. I mean, it's probably a two across the board. Cause there, I think so, yeah. Maybe even a one in Arena. I don't know when or why you would pick it. Four mana three three is not that bad. Like it's not it's <laughs> right. not great, but you're gonna you're gonna be up against worse cards and you're gonna take it. It's it's like it's not like it's like a four mana one one or something like that, right? Yeah. Like it's it's a four mana three three, it's it sucks as far as stats go, but it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. So it's probably a two. Okay, that's fine. Um, Unleash the Beast is a six mana uh, spell with twin spell that says summon a five five wyvern with run. I don't know. Is it wyvern or wyvern? Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. I want to say word. wyvern, but I have no clue. So. I, I, I'm going to go with wyvern because that's what Sidisi says and he's okay, no, he okay. knows Hunter better than I do. Sure. But I, I, I've been calling it wyvern for 40 years, so it's hard for me to. But anyway, I've also been. It also took me until like last year to stop calling it shaman after I've heard oh, enough people man. get shamed. <laughs> So, you know, what do I know? But in any event, so it's a it's a six amount of five, five twin spell, summon a five, five wyvern with rush. And the wyvern is a beast, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that is really good. I mean, a, like again, we were just talking about scale worm. If you can get two scale worms in one card with no restriction and 
by the way, if you play Zul'jin, it's going to summon two more for you. And get the front end. That's pretty good. Or the back end spell, I guess, also off of that. Yeah, um, yeah, because you're casting them both. Exactly. So you would get you would get two wyverns, and then a copy of the spell back in your hand without twin spell. Right, because that's part of the first spell is that it gives you exactly. a copy of the second one. Yeah, I mean, good night. It's yeah. it's just solid. The fact Zuljin's around it pushes it over the top. I think, but it's it's a good card regardless. I think. I mean, is it fives across the board? Is that just? I think it has to be, yeah. It's it's really good. There's no it's reason really you good. don't play this card. It may make yeah. it into every hunter list that's not a face hunter list because yeah. Rush I mean this can't this, go this face. is like a this, this is a pretty good apology for taking away Rexar. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Next one here is Shimmerfly, a one mana one one beast that reads Death Rattle at a random hunter spell to your hand. So we've seen. Web Spinner, give you a random beast. We've seen Jeweled Macaw give you a random beast. Uh, spell is still pretty good. Uh, I think it's going to do just fine. Like, it's not yeah. it's not that exciting, honestly, but it's still a good card. It gives you something right on the board. The fact that it's a beast is not irrelevant, and you're really not unhappy to get it off of random beast spells or effects either. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the fact that it's a beast is the only reason it sees play. Like, the, you, don't, you don't super care about the spell. It's nice, but... That's not why you're playing the card. You're playing the card because it's a beast that costs one, which means that it helps you trigger kill command. Yeah. And, and you know, and you can throw it into something and buff your hyena and, you know, all of the different things that Hunters does with beasts. But the fact that it's a one-drop beast when we lost Dire Mole and, oh, yeah. you know, we lost... And, and what, else, what else did we lose on one that was a beast? Um, now it's been... it's it's It hasn't even been a week. We have Spring Paw. I mean, that's really... Like... Yeah. Anyway, um, it's still a anyway, so it's still it's, a fine card. It's a one it's a one drop. It's a one drop that's a beast, and that's all you care about. So yeah, it, it's it's a th- I I mean it's probably a three just because it's not anything special, and I'm sure that if we get other one drop beasts, it might rotate out. But for now it's fine. And in arena, it's probably a three two. Like the fact that it's yeah, a one one, so. it's it may fill in a good spot, but you don't know for sure that you want it, so Right. And um, next up is Hunting Party, which is a five mana spell. Copy all beasts in your hand. I, sure. I I mean, in Wild, I could maybe see running a copy of this. And maybe in like a Spell Hunter with Rexar specifically. Because that's, you know, that could be pretty powerful. But even then, that seems like a little bit of a stretch. But in standard, like you have to have very specific beasts that you're trying to copy, and I'm not sure. And I'm look, I'm just looking to see if there was any sort of a list that was running this, because I thought I saw one, but it seemed like it was also it was also from like someone who's known for memes, if I remember correctly. But I don't I don't know what to do with this. It doesn't. It seems like it's very very slow, and it's you have to really want a copy of specific beasts for a specific reason in order to really make use of this. You want to know the reason this spell exists, Steve? Sure. Cause Hunter needs bad spells. Okay. To balance out the, out the pool. There, there's, yeah. there's just no reason to play this. Unfortunately. Yeah. I would yeah. say it's one I'm, ones across the board. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at, I found one, one list legend 20 legend to 25 on HS replay. Um, what exactly one list and it also is running Arcane Fletcher, by the way, oh, man. and Master's Call for some reason. <laughs> Have mercy. So you're running Master's Call with Arcane Fletcher because uh, you you're you're okay with that's important enough for you to not draw three cards off Master's Call, I guess. 
So, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's probably like a one. It's just ones, and, yeah. And it's a zero, and it's a zero in arena. You never pick this. Yeah, arena. that's fine. I'm okay with that. Next one here is Mark. Uh, excuse me, rapid fire. It's a one mana spell. Uh, deal one damage, and it's got twin spell. This can go face with spell damage. I think that's prob- that's probably the only reason you play it, and it's enough reason to play it. Yeah, I mean, if you're doing spell damage, you play this. If you're not doing spell damage, you probably don't. Um, and but you know, if you want, if you want a lot of cheap spells that you can bump up with the Maligos, mm-hmm. I mean, you can even play this on the same turn with Maligos and do six damage, and that's not nothing. No, it's not. I it's probably a four in constructed and a four in arena. Yeah. It's just force cross. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's two mana, two damage, which is okay. Yeah. It's not great, but, you know, and you can do that damage across two bodies, which is good sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes you just need to do that, split those two damage up however you want. So yeah. That's fine. It's good. Um, And Ursatron is a three mana, three, three mech. Uh, death rattle, draw a mech from your deck. So, again, you need mechs. If you're using Oblivitron, uh, is it Oblivitron? It's Bl- yeah, Oblivitron. I, I'm getting I'm getting confused with a different game that has Oblivio, and that's why I get confused. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard of it. So uh... yeah, um, so yeah, so it's I mean you need you need Max. This gets you more Max. It's good in the same way that that Dead Ringer is good, where it's getting you more cards that are doing kind of the same thing, so you can kind of chain them. Hmm. And three mana three three is fine. Like yeah. it's it's not flashy, but it's something that just kind of fills out that deck. It replaces itself. I mean, you think of uh, Dead Ringer is a really good example. I hadn't thought about that, but I think that's a really good example of where, like, and these stats are even better than that or Loot Hoarder or anything like that. So I think that this is a pretty strong card. Like, it's probably fours across the board. I'm yeah. I'm much higher on it now than I was when I first saw it, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and it's repeatable in the deck that wants it, and it doesn't fatigue you. It's, mm-hmm. it's a repeatable card draw that doesn't fatigue you, which is actually really, really good. Yeah. And, and by the way, it's a robot bear. Yeah, it's no bear shark, like, but you know. It's not bear shark, but you know what? <laughs> we don't have bear shark anymore, and I'm going to love the one I'm with. That's, you know, that's that is the appropriate response on the happy Hearthstone to have to that. So, <laughs> yeah, and in Arena, if you get one other thing to trigger with it, then it's pretty good. So I, I'd say it's a pretty yeah. safe draft. I, I think it's a four there also. Yeah, and you'll get offered max. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're going to get offered max just from this set. And I forget which other sets are legal right now, but eventually there's going to be... There will be a point where this and Boomsday or Goblins versus Gnomes are all in the same pool I'm, at the same time. I'm pretty sure Boomsday is a part of it, if I'm not mistaken. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was... I could be Oh, wrong, yeah, maybe but... it is Boomsday. Maybe it is Boomsday. So then there's going to be plenty of mechs. So then, yeah, it's fine. All right, on to the mages. How about that? Okay. We're moving and shaking. What, what, are, what are we at? I mean, we need to do a time check. We're just in an hour? Like, uh, what is what is with us? We're halfway through the class yeah, parts? Yeah, I don't know. We're in our we're in our groove, man. <laughs> so this, wow. this may be the shortest review we've ever done. But uh, I don't know. Sp- certainly not due to not interesting cards. I guess we can take our time with these very interesting mage cards. We've got Caligos, which is... Uh, I don't know if, uh, if Caligos is related to Malagos. I, I, there's some lore that Eve can explain to you. I I'll, I'll believe they are. <laughs> I think, actually, I think what it was, was that the picture of Maligos on the Maligos card is actually of Caligos. Oh, that's. I, I think I remember hearing that okay. somewhere. So they're, I don't know if they're related, but they're, you know, they're, maybe they were born in the same month or something like that. But yeah, it's, it's. It's something, there's something there. Well, anyway, Caligos is a 10 mana 412 legendary dragon, and it reads, your first spell each turn costs zero mana, battle cry, discover a spell. So I've warned you once, I've warned you twice, I'm warning you again. Don't coin this out. 
Don't do it. Just don't do it. But because yeah, because I mean, because and the reason for that, just to be super clear, is that it's the first. It's not the first spell you cast after you play Caligos. Right. It's the first spell you cast each turn. So you've already used it. If you use the coin on nine mana to play this, you've already used that spell on the coin. Yeah. So don't do that. But if you play this correctly, you are going to get immediate value because whatever spell you discover, you can play. Uh, you might have something already in your hand that you want to play, but then it's just uh, it just keeps going after that. So I maybe there isn't a lot to say. I just feel like this is a really strong card for just about any mage build that is going to go mid to late game. Yeah, I mean, I was I crafted this t- tonight actually. Okay. So I was play- right before the show. I was regaling you with with screenshots, but there was one game that I played against a bomb warrior, and. They had shuffled probably like five or six cards, five or six bombs into my deck. Again, going back to playing against bombs, right? Like I knew I was running out of time and I just needed to go. And so I played Caligos and I got it to stick. I don't even remember what I took off of it. It doesn't matter. But I had enough of a board that they were at 26. I was able to attack with a few minions that I had left over and then pyroblast them for free, and then fireball them and ping them for the last for the last seventeen exact damage. For have mercy, that seems fairly decent. Yeah, so it's it's a lightning rod. If it sticks, it is especially in the kind in the kind of deck that's playing it. You're going to be playing things like pyroblast, like power of creation, which we'll talk about. Um, there are you know some other expensive spells, even like flame strikes and blizzards and stuff like that are still going to be around. And this is. If you can get those for free, the value you can get off of this can really be game-changing if it sticks for one turn. And it's got 12 health, so it probably will. Yeah. I it, it just demands an answer, right? They have to do something, and if they can't do something, which I, I don't think it will be uh, less often that they can... or What I'm trying to say is they're not going to have an answer for it very often. So I I think it's probably a five in Constructed, honestly. Like, yeah, I think so. You're not asking more of it. And in Arena... Why do we have this as a one? Isn't this a five in I, arena? <laughs> I, I have it. I don't have it as a one. I, I mean, I, neither of us scored it a one. Okay. Well, I wonder if did I did I break did I break the uh, the spreadsheet again? So, That's possible. Something might have broken down. But regardless, we're on the same page. This is a this is even better in arena. I think just because it stands alone for sure. So yeah. So that, that that's definitely like fives across the board. No question. I agree. Okay, and then we get to Kagar, who is a two mana two two. Legendary, your cards that summon minions summon twice as many. Oh, baby, this card. <laughs> this is, this, it's exciting. I, I don't know, like, I don't know if I'm going to be playing the summoner deck in the week, but I am playing this deck right now. Again, I crafted Caligos for it. And I, so I, there's, there are enough I'm stammering because there's so much value with this card. Like, <laughs> so I had a safeguard on the board. I started the board with a safeguard, right? So it's a six mana four five that drops a drops a a zero five taunt, right? So I played, and we should probably talk to, talk about this together with Conjurer's Calling, okay? Because there's a, there's a few, but Conjurer's Calling kind of goes along naturally with it. So Conjurer's Calling is a three mana spell with twin spell. Destroy a minion, summon two copies of this, two minions of the same cost to replace it. So at first people were like, well, why the hell would you remove a minion and then get to the same to your opponent? It's like, no, 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 no. You're not destroying opponent's minions with this unless you're desperate. You're destroying your own minions with this. Yes. And so I played Cadgar and I played Conjurer's Calling twice. Or no, no, I just played it once. 
I got two zero fives from the death rattle from the safeguard. And then I got two copies of Glinda Crosskin and two copies of Archibald. Oh, buddy. Okay. So, so I started the board with one minion and I ended up with seven. <laughs> and I still had two mana. I still had like two mana left over. Wow. <laughs> like I was playing against a token druid and I had the bigger board at the end of the <laughs> That's turn. not the way it's supposed to work. <laughs> so, I mean, this card is, it just gets disgusting value. And with anything that's summoning, especially if it's summoning more than one minion and summoning a copy of it, it is, and any death rattle that summons a minion, it's, it really gets gross very, very quickly. And yeah. it, you need to really plan for it, but it's two mana so you can fit it in a turn and you have enough, enough spells that summon minions, enough, even minions that summon minions that it's you're going to get a lot of value out of it when you play it. Yeah, this is this is one of those cards that looks really good. It ends up being tougher to pull off than you think. And yeah. I feel all of the or most of the cards, I should say, maybe all of them that Mage has right now to summon minions are random effects. So it's pretty unreliable in that too. Now, I have seen several lists of people, especially on the Asia server for some reason, that are that are getting there with like a minion-based mage and they all run Cadgar, of course. So, you know, for the deck that wants this, it's very strong. I don't know that that deck is quite there yet, but I think it's probably still a four and constructed at least. At least, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm willing to go up to a five, but I think it's definitely a four. And in Arena, it's probably a one because, I mean, it's a... It's it's a two two. You're not going to get things that summon minions enough, and you'll probably take something else because like a two mana two two is just not exciting. I mean, it's probably a two because yeah, okay, like fine. the we'll stats are fine if if we're evaluating yeah. just based off that. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Next one here. I con oh, oh, and Conjurer's Calling, we should just kind oh of yeah, give, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scores too. So I mean, so I mean, and the thing with Conjurer's Calling is that the way that you use this is either you value trade with a minion or you take a minion that is has a powerful battle cry and bad stats and then you upgrade it sure so like an astromancer the the five five body of an astromancer is a is generally like a target mm -hmm. for this on 10 mana yeah uh or or you know even like you know a messenger raven is is okay to get two three drops or whatever so you're using this to eat and sometimes you can trigger a death rattle like again on the safeguard we're doing that. I mean, you can hit a, a mech whelp with this and you get just Yahtzee. Yeah, it's so strong. I, I think this is low-key one of the strongest cards in this in this set. And I think that it's just taking people a while to figure out how to use it appropriately. Mm -hmm. But it really is like a lot of stats that you get on the board for three mana. And you're not really giving up anything because you're basically healing the minion that you're getting and just changing into something else. And then getting another minion on the side of it. And again, random effects are better when you're doing more of them at once because you get more rolls to get something really good. Sure, yeah. I, th I think it's probably a four in, in Constructed, yep. I would say. And in Arena, yeah. I you you still only... Like like you said, it's an... I, I did have somebody play this against me once, and it was because they were desperate, and I ended up getting stats that I think matched what I had. So it's like in, in arena, you picture using this and it'll be okay sometimes on your side. It'll actually, I guess I, I'm talking myself up to a three, I guess, because I, I think it's a three. It's not as good as in constructed. But I mean, if you think about like how you used to use like uh keeper of Ultimon, mm -hmm. right? Sure. Yeah. Where you're turning something to a three, three. Well, if it was going to die, if it was down to one health against a mage, mm -hmm. right. And it was going to die, then three, three is still better than it just dying on board. So you're, and this case is the same thing. You're going to. You're going to effectively heal it because it's going to end up with the same average stats. Mm -hmm. And then you get another one. Yeah. So, and then you get to do it again because it's a twin spell. So you get to do that twice with one card. So that's pretty good too. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Uh, first epic spell is Power of Creation, an 8-mana spell, and it reads, Discover a 6-cost minion, summon 2 copies of it. I have played this card twice. I have had it played once against me, and every single time, what was summoned was a 5-5 minion with an effect that didn't matter because it was played. So... The question is, are you happy paying eight mana for two five fives? I there's some high rolls, there's some low rolls and stuff, but I feel like that's about the middle of the road where you're gonna go. And I remember when the the couple times that I played it, I chose the five five because the other options were actively bad. And and so it was just yeah. a situation where it's like, okay, a five five, I, I, I guess that's fine. I just uh I didn't have Cadgar yet, and I I just got it. That, I think with Cadgar, this is somewhat scary. With Cadgar, with Cadgar, it's so much value. Yeah, but without it, it's just, eh, it's okay. I don't know that I really ever get excited playing it. I mean, there are, there are not as many low rolls as you would think. I guess Mossyhar is probably one of the worst. Arcanosaur is bad too. Three, Arcano, three. Oh yeah, Arcanosaur is bad. The mage one, the mage minions across the board are generally pretty bad. You're gonna get offered them more. Spark drill, like. Um, actually all the mage minions are bad because meteorologist is really bad too. And Toki's oh, yeah. just like a five, five, but the neutrals, I mean, there are some, I mean, I got two Argent commanders off of this today. That was good. Yeah. That's you really Cairn. good. You can get damage Stegatron, which is going to be two, five, 12 taunts. Cause it's not, the battle cry is not going to go off. Um, gadgets and auctioneers a little bit scary. I actually got Illidan today too. Yeah, that's and, probably one of the best ones. I would. I would and like. I got Illidan with Cadgar on board. So that was fun. Man. So every time you play a card, you get two one ones on so- on the top of it. I've never seen the interaction if you play a sun uh, a sun fury protector next to an illidan, but apparently if you play it on the le- on the right of an illidan, you actually end up giving taunt to the two one. Hmm. I've never seen that happen before because I don't think I've ever like had that opportunity. Yeah, but. <laughs> But, you know, a lot of them are, they're, they're not that bad. And I mean, the worst comes to worst, you're just going to get a five, five and that's okay. Um, it's just a matter of like at eight mana, do you need this to save you? And a lot of times it's not going to save you because there are not a lot of taunts no. on this list. Yeah. I, I mean, my gut says it's a three, like it's, it's fine. And there's upside in the deck that really wants it. But I, I think that more times than not, you're settling for what it gives you rather than being really uh, better off because of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm playing a deck that runs two copies, and I'm I'm wondering if you really want to, or if this is the kind of thing you run as a one of. Mm-hmm. Like again, with Caligos, if you can play this with Caligos, oh, then yeah. you're getting yeah. you know a four twelve, and then two two other bodies on board in one turn, which is pretty good. But yeah, I I found that it was kind of clogging up my hand a lot of the time, and I just wanted it to be something else. So I think a three is probably right. Like it's in the in the deck that wants it, it's very good, but it also can be kind of a liability sometimes. Yeah, it it's it reminds me of a new challenger. Is that the card from Rosticon's Rumble uh, for yeah. Paladin? Where it's just like at first you see it and you're like, whoa, and then you actually play it and that's eh, okay, I guess. So in yeah. a, in arena, it's probably the same. It, it might even be a little bit better because it's more reliable or like. There, I don't care as much about getting something really strong. I just want a solid something. And two five five bodies is okay. I think it's probably still a yeah. three. Yeah, I mean, at that point in the game, right? Like you could top deck that, or you could top deck a six drop. Yeah. And now you're just getting two six drops, so that's fine. Yeah. Um, mana cyclone is a two mana two two elemental battle cry for each spell you've cast this turn. Add a random mage spell to your hand. Aggro mage has kind of gone away pretty quick, and and I think the reason for that is. It feels like it's very all in 
in a meta where there's a lot of warriors that can just armor up every turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it and it's really like you don't get to play that many spells before you can mana cyclone a lot of the time. Like you can get this off of uh, you know, a messenger raven or something like that, and then that's fine. I found that like that aggro deck, maybe it needs more, and it maybe this will be better later when you have more cheap spells to play. Right now, it's just like, okay, well, I played a bunch of spells and I got the stuff back, but those spells really aren't doing anything fantastic unless i actually have like archmage antonitis out at the time it's just fine <laughs> like yeah. like i yeah. i've seen a lot of people messing around with it wanting to make it work and there are times where it gives you a ton of uh, of fuel i guess and the one thing that's been on my mind since we talked about uh what, what was it under uh, underbelly angler the murloc that gives you more yeah. murlocs I wrongfully said in our review that it helps you develop a hand. It doesn't help help you develop a hand. It helps you develop a board because at the end right. of it, you have one Murloc in your hand. This, on the other hand, actually does develop your hand. And, and I feel like that is potentially stronger than developing a board because if your opponent just has an AoE, they can take care of everything on your board. But with Mana Cyclone, at least you're getting stuff that hopefully will be helpful. Uh, I, I think that there is some potential with it, especially with like the cheap spell mage. And there are a lot of people yeah. who are messing around with that. And this is probably a core card in that list. It's probably yeah. still a three, I think, um, because you just don't know what you're getting. But I, I think that they're, I don't know. I could be talked up it, to a four just because it's, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I, I didn't think so. <laughs> I mean, in wild, this could be good. I mean, you know, like most of the, most of the aggro mages, like the Alaneth mages are, um, in wild are secret based, but I could see going back to a flame waker build with something like this mm -hmm. potentially. Yeah. Um, but you know, especially with, with some of the other cheap spells that came out of this set, you could probably do that. But in standard, it just feels like you're kind of just waiting to draw Archmage Antonitis to mm -hmm. be able to, to get to your end game. And that's not great. I, I think it's a three. It's fine. It may get better again. Like the effect is good. It just, it, the, the deck that's around it needs more payoff than that. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's a two in arena. Yeah, two in arena is fine. Next one here is Magic Trick, a one mana rare spell. Discover a spell that costs three or less. This this is just a spell generator. So with the uh, Magic Dart Frog that we'll talk about later, uh, or Mana Cyclone, like this is a generator for those essentially. And you're getting yeah. a spell that helps that strategy even more. So if you may look at it and say, why would I want to? get a cheap spell well it's because you're taking advantage of cheap spells with spell damage and with extra effects and stuff like that so i think this is actually a good card it's just not uh it, again it's not overpowered it's not scary by any stretch but this will see a lot of play in those builds that are messing around with those kinds of strategies yeah i mean if you think back to when wild growth was a card like you would run wild growth when it was two mana alongside an a, uh, a gadgets and auctioneer because you would play the wild growth for two mana and then you get a zero mana card that would draw you a card. Right. And then you, so you'd be drawing a whole bunch of cards off of it. And it's the same thing with this. This is going to be able to proc one of those effects twice. It's just that those are effects on in standard are not really great right now. Again, in wild, maybe, I mean, there are enough good cheap spells in wild that you could, again, I think you probably could put a flame waker build together and have it be good, and possibly have it hold up to the secret builds. But in standard, it's not doing a whole lot for you right now. I think this is more along the lines of a card you're really happy to discover or get off a random effect in the right deck. 
but it's probably not. Well, I don't know. Because this is only seeing play in those in those lists that have that want to get this. By the way, you could discover magic trick and just keep going. And with Sorcerer's Apprentice, you could get a lot of value off of that. I, that, that yeah. That's a fringe case, but it, it's probably a three, and we don't need to spend too much more time on it. Yeah, I, I don't think that it's. I don't think there's a whole lot else to talk about. It's a it's a three, which is and a three or less, I guess, is what it is. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I mean, it's worth saying, I guess, that there's 14 spells or no, it's it's three or less. There's actually a lot of spells in Mage. It's actually like 24 spells in in standard because all the secrets are are cost three or less. Right. That's true. So there's there's actually a lot of variance in that pool, too. Mm -hmm. And there are some stinkers in that list, like Snap Freeze and Icicle. Uh, Yeah astral rift and yeah there's some stinkers there yeah in arena it's probably a one i don't know I, yeah. just choose the spell yeah, you I, actually want just, yeah exactly you know that's not a one where you love the spell you're with just you know <laughs> right. uh is this me this is Next, you yep. or okay so uh kieran tor tricaster is a four mana three three minion with spell damage plus three your spells cost one more and i'm still disappointed to this day that this is not called Weapon of Math Destruction. Ah! That, that is a shame. <laughs> I've gotten way more mileage out of that joke than I really ought to have, but yeah. that's beside the point. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it, this is kind of... It's making that kind of freeze mage endgame a little bit more fair, because theoretically what you would be doing is using things like frost bolts and Fireballs to burn your opponent down but this is going to make it so you can't fit quite as many of those in even if you have like this is basically going to cancel out a sorcerer's apprentice right uh but spell damage plus three is a lot of spell damage so there may be something with that and maybe something with maligos on top of it or whatever that there's a way to to abuse this i don't know if you want this and and my brain hurts just trying to figure out how to get this to work but somebody will and and it may be powerful i just i don't know if that drawback is is worth the all that spell damage. Yeah, the truth is that you can get the spell damage from other things, but this just lets you get more. I mean, we really haven't seen anything other than Malagos be a standard thing in constructed play uh, that has spell damage, have we? Um, Spellzerker was in that list for a little while, and you have Thalnos. Okay, Spellzerker, yeah, Thalnos for sure. So I don't know, maybe there's a place. I think what's cool about this card is because it balances itself, your opponent's in a tricky situation. And I think that especially at first, they're going to let you have it because they don't think you'll be able to get away with it. Uh, but you you build the deck to get away with it. So I that, that'll that probably just take its time to figure itself out. But I think it's, I, I think it's got some potential, especially if you can copy minions. But again, that's probably through spells. So... It's probably a three in constructed, maybe a two in arena. Yeah, that that sounds about right to me. Cool. I mean, in, in arena, you probably don't care that much that your spells cost one more because you're probably only going to have one of them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And in that case, it's a four mana three three. Maybe it lets you do some crazy stuff. Yeah. Next one here is Messenger Raven, a three mana three two beast common minion. Don't forget it's a beast, and it reads Battle Cry: Discover a Mage Minion. Mage minions are not as bad as they seem. They're not also not that great. There, they, <laughs> a lot of them. There are some very good ones. There are also some very bad ones. I mean, now while because in the in the discover mechanic, you do get offered the current set more. You can get Caligos off of this not uncommonly. You know, uh, Cadgar could be fine too. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that there's some potential with this. It just seems like uh, when you look at it, it's like, why would you want to play this in a deck? But every time I've seen it played, it seems like they get something at least decent. And this is just a generator for more minions in a minion mage deck. This can get you're, itself. You're looking for extra copies of Khadgar, really, is the reason you're playing this. Sure. Again, that, that list from APX Void that I'm playing that I, I, I realize I should be sending you. Yes, um, probably. As we're talking about this, <laughs> because I've referenced it like several times already. Um, that one is running uh, two copies of this, and I have gotten a number of... Uh, I haven't really gotten Khadgars. I have gotten a number of Arcane Keysmiths, which has been okay. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. I've also been offered several Curio Collectors, which is less okay. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> but, and, and I mean, you know, some of them are better than others. I mean, you do have things like Hexlord Mal Malacras. You have extra Al Astromancers. You could probably make use of an Archmage Antonitis. Even Toki's not terrible if you're not putting her in your deck and you're getting a three a three mana three two along with it. So there, there are enough you know, edge case minions that you wouldn't necessarily put in your deck on purpose or even like a daring fire eater I've pulled and that's been okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, there, there are enough mage minions that are okay. There's some stinkers. Like I don't really want an unnerfed mana worm at this point no, or a nerf yeah. mana worm at this point. But again, with discover, so you're able to choose the one. So there, there's a fair chance yeah. that you're going to get something good. And just like Stonehill defender, you're able to get this off of this and you just keep going, you know? And develop yeah. a board. I would argue it again. Yeah, I would argue it up to a four. Like it's not a strong four, but it's a good card. Yeah, uh, I, I feel like it's gonna. It's probably going. I mean, it's right now. I th I think this is a four set card, kind of like Madame Lazul, which we talked about last week. Like I feel like this is probably going to rotate out once we have more cards. Right now, it's fine because you just need a three drop. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling as we get better cards, this is going to make its way out of the list. Okay. But I, so that's why I would probably argue it down I, to a three. I'd go with a three, although I will argue a four in Arena because just getting yeah, another no, card in, in arena is, it's a is four. good. Yeah, in Arena, it's a four, no question. Cool. Yeah, I, just getting a, a minion that gives you another minion and those minions are going to be of better quality because you're going to discover them irrespective of, um, you know, buckets or uh, rarity is very good. Yeah. Um, so Ray of Frost is a one mana spell with twin spell, freeze a minion. If it's already frozen, deal two damage to it. So again, this is, uh, twin spell is very good because first of all, you can just do two damage for two mana if you want to. Um, you could also freeze two minions, which I've done a lot against Token Druid. I've made use of this to just freeze two separate minions and try to buy myself some time. Um, so it's, it's good. I mean, it's, it, if you're not abusing it with something like an Archmage Antonitis. And even if you are, I mean, if you're playing Archmage Antonitis, you're getting these in one card. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is very, very relevant. Uh, if you're not, then it's still, you know, being able to freeze two minions or maybe take out a small minion. You could you could take out like a Flame Imp on two or whatever. So there, there are uses for this. I think it's, it's not amazing, but it's a useful tool. It's so flexible. I think that's what's so hidden in this card. Freeze two minions, freeze a minion over two turns, deal two damage to a minion, or if you're playing other freeze effects, this may be deal two damage to two minions or one minion. I I really like this card, honestly, Like and especially because it combos with Archmage so good. Um, I mean, where would you put this, you think? I'm I'm still putting it at three, I think. I, I think it's maybe I'm I'm undervaluing it. But it feels like it's okay. It's great. It's fine, right? It's not, as our friend Appa would say, it's very medium yeah. when you play it. 
It's like I'm never I'm never upset about it, but I'm also never really excited about as it. Long, so I think that's probably the definition of a three. On its own, I would feel that way, but I don't think it's getting played in any deck that doesn't have some way to take advantage of it also. So I um, I'm okay with threes, yeah. but the the tricky thing with this is that it's a cheap activator for any other effect that you've got in your deck, essentially. So Yeah, and you're gonna get you're gonna get offered it from Caligos and sometimes you're gonna take it. You're gonna get offered it more often in that deck from Fire Tree Witch Doctor which is where I've been getting it. Mm-hmm. And it's been fine. Like, it's not great, but it's, sometimes it's just better than the other options. Yeah. And the last one we have here is Magic Dart Frog. Two mana, one, three, beast. Be careful with that beast tag. After you cast a spell, deal one damage to a random enemy minion. This is mini Flame Waker, except it cannot go face. And the stat line is okay-ish. Uh, I don't, I don't know about this one. Like, that line is in line with Flame Waker. I mean, the Flame Waker was a three mana two four. This is a two mana one three. That's in yeah, line I, with it. Yeah, I guess it's just one point off of where it should be. I guess so. Yeah. For vanilla stats, it, it's it's okay. The fact, I mean, Flame Waker was really good because you wanted that little chip face damage in all of these. So, I, that, it's no small thing that it's missing that. You know, I. It's fine. I'm not as high on it as I once was. I guess this clears the path for your other minions to go face, but I just I the, I don't know if this is like a tempo control mage minion or what. I guess I just don't know where it fits. Well, I mean, I think that it's kind of keeping board for you in that aggro list because I mean, if you think about if you think back, okay, so we're we're talking about Flame Waker a lot. Mm-hmm. So Flame Waker and and you you have listeners who I know have not been playing. Sure, since yeah, Black that's Rock fair. Mountain. Uh-huh. Um, so Flame Waker was a was mage minion in Blackrock Mountain that was a three mana two four. After you cast a spell, deal two damage uh, split across all all enemy characters. Right. So it could go face or it could take out um, enemy minions. And I think that the thing with Flame Waker, if you remember playing back to that, play, remember back to playing with that, is you would very often throw things like a Frostbolt at a minion to make sure that if Flame Waker hit it, it would kill it. Yeah, yeah. And so now that you know that it's only going to go to minions and you know that there's a finite amount of health on the board that you can figure out where to throw your spells. And I bet you a lot of those go face rather than into minions with this on the board because you know how many spells you're throwing out and how many shots are going to go into minions. But then again, I think the bigger difference is one versus two. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a yep. big difference because mm-hmm. Flame Waker used to just wreck a board. And this is not going to... This This feels like uh, like Biteweed versus Edwin Van Cleef. Is what oh, like poor me. Biteweed. <laughs> I wanted Edwin to Van like Leaf you so much. was not Edwin Van Cleef. No, yeah. no. So yeah, I, I want to say it's probably threes across the board. Like it's, yeah. it's fine. It might even find a place uh, potentially, but it's it's just not that threatening. So yeah, I agree. And that's and one one class left, which is Paladin. And we're an hour and thirty minutes. What's going on with us, Steve? Like I know, I'm actually a little bit concerned at this point. Like, do we need? I to might actually the- get to play some games of Hearthstone tonight. <laughs> that's not necessarily a bad thing, I guess. Yeah. Um. So Commander Risa is Risa Risa. I don't know. Um, I can't, I mean, I can't pronounce Mario, so I'm not going to try to pronounce that, but, uh, is a three mana four, three minion, your secrets trigger twice. Uh, I've, I've seen some people playing secret paladin. I'm not one of them because apparently that deck's not great. Not quite as good without divine favor in it. Who knew? Uh, yeah, I know. Funny how that works. (laughs) Um, I mean, the, the thing is that a lot of the secrets that are in standard there, it's like only half of them do anything if they trigger twice Mm -hmm. in wild. This is bananas because in wild you have things like. Double Avenge, Double Competitive Spirit, Holy Double cow. Getaway Kodo. Yeah, those are um, all very strong. 
that's all really strong. Here, I mean, you have eye for an eye can do two damage, so that's good. Um, I mean, you get an extra two one from noble sacrifice. Um, you can get four cards from hidden wisdom. You can get two. You get an extra copy of a minion from redemption. And auto defense matrix and repentance do literally nothing. Auto defense matrix um, gives it defined shield immediately twice. Right, and then it, and then that, it gets hit. That's nothing. So, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. And oh, and then there's also the new. Well, I guess we should talk about the new secret too, because we're going to talk about that, which is never surrender, which is a uh, one mana secret. When your opponent casts a spell, give your minions plus two health. Now that that might is be relevant. pretty good. Yeah. I mean, four Especially health to all the, your minions. That's that's a lot. Yeah. Especially in something like a secret paladin, which is generally going to be going wide a lot mm-hmm. like that's relevant um is that enough maybe i don't know i mean if you're playing secret paladin you're probably playing this because i mean it's a three drop that is, is aggressively statted that is going to tr- going to synergize with your deck so you probably play it it just doesn't again it seems medium it doesn't seem particularly exciting and i i've not really been super scared of it when i've played against it yeah i haven't seen nearly as many secret paladins as i thought i would because secret paladin did get some pretty significant uh buffs from cards in the paladin set and outside of the paladin set but like you said divine favor was the biggest hit and the fact that there wasn't a card to replace divine favor even fairly like paladin just doesn't have like any option do they have any options i can't even think of a single draw card that's in standard right now there's got to be something um christology uh christology um, and then the uh the prismatic lens i guess and lay on hands is still okay a yeah that so i guess there are some options they just none of them are really suited for aggressive builds so yeah right. i mean risa is very dependent on the rest of her package because these the secrets that will trigger are okay uh, but uh yeah i don't know i i think i want to give her a two probably across the board yeah. she might yeah, be a I three so. i mean no just... i no, i mean You'll take you'll. This is at least a three in arena because three mana stats. four three. Yeah, is, is fine even if it's a vanilla three mana four three. Like you're not excited about it, mm-hmm. but you'll take a three mana four three. Yeah, like that's fine. Cool. And the next legendary paladin minion, the last one, the second one is Nazari, a ten mana four twelve dragon battle cry. Restore both heroes to full health. This card should read Battle Cry, restore your hero to full health. Because that's that's essentially why you're playing Nazari, is to keep yourself in the game. Now I have a very elongated story for uh that is going to take place in Axe through these paladin cards. Oh my goodness. Because my final boss today for rank five was a dragon paladin build. And it was a bizarre one, but Nazari was in there. I had them down to three no, four health. And they pulled Nazari out of out of nowhere. I thought I had them dead, but they just played it and they were back. By the way, they had played a Dragon Speaker, our next card. And so uh, Nazari was a 712, which was even more difficult to take care of. So It was 712 or 715? Or 715, excuse me. Yeah, no, you're right. So yeah, Nazari's no joke. And because you're just trying to control and delay the game, you really don't care that your opponent is going to get a buff because typically you want to play this when your health is very low and your opponent is very high, AKA you're the control deck and they are the aggressive deck. Yeah. And I mean, we just, again, we just talked about at the top of the show, there's not a lot of healing. I mean, that's not so much the case for Paladin. Mm Mm-hmm. Paladin's probably a better healing class than Priest at this point. Sure, yeah. 
But, you know, even then, like, if you're getting beaten down and you get, you heal them for five and you're healing yourself for 28, you don't care. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the question is, are you getting to 10 mana against a deck like that? I don't know. But I think that you're kind of you're going to kind of hold this the way you used to hold Deathwing mm-hmm. in, in a de- in a dragon deck like back when again, I'm, I'm dating myself. But like <laughs> if you if you think back to like the whispers of the old gods versions of Dragon Warrior, uh-huh. which, which ran Deathwing is like the last gasp, you know, but you would ho- draw it and just hold it the entire game and hope you never had to play it. Mm-hmm. And and this will be the same thing. And again, it's a 412, which is not easy to get rid of. No, it's not. And that'll trade off a lot of things. So I, I think this is it's not. It, it's you're not super excited about it but it's not bad it's good it, it's it'll ru- be run in the dragon palace yeah in the deck that wants it it's solid so i i think it's probably a four just to keep it fair uh but it's it's very strong you definitely shouldn't be dusting this if you got it yeah and i mean even in arena like a 10 drop is not a 10 drop that doesn't affect the board is not something you want but this does affect the board because it brings you up back up to 30 health well but the tough thing is if you are winning the game you can't play nazari at a certain point, right? Like if you're about to, but if, close you're, it if out, you're winning the game, you don't have to. That's you have a, you have a hero yeah, power true. that keeps putting one ones on the board. Yeah, that's true. So. And you can keep going. So yeah, I, I I still probably would say it's a three there. Yeah, I think so. I don't think. I mean, again, think about the other legendaries you could be getting. Yeah, that's really what what you need to be thinking about with this. And against those, this is fine. Yeah. Um, Dragon Speaker is a five mana three five epic. Uh, battle cry give all dragons in your hand plus three plus three if you're playing dragons you probably just play this because plus three plus three is a lot of pluses and that can be a big difference especially if you're getting the the only problem is that i are there any dragons with taunt left now that primordial drake went i don't think there are are there are there any what's i'm sorry dragons with taunt dragons with taunt um i can't i, think I can't think are. let me do some research though while you're talking yeah yeah, so I mean that's the thing is that you know making them bigger, but in a in a slower deck like that may not make a whole lot of difference. But I mean you're gonna have dragons in your hand, you're gonna make them bigger. This is gonna make them bigger for the same amount of mana, which is fine. It's just a matter. It's again, it's slow. Is it too slow for that kind of deck? I mean, a dra- a dragon paladin is going to be slow, so maybe that's okay. But I I don't. I, I haven't played Dragon Paladin enough to know if it's too slow or not because Dragon Paladin just doesn't seem to be in, you know able to keep up with everything else that's in the meta right now. Yeah, there are no dragons in standard that have taunt. So I, it's just like okay, so this card was in that deck that I that I came up against, and it just does work if you have dragons. Like if you can delay the game, you're going to get value out of those. Crowd Roaster becomes a ten seven. Um, that's not nothing that's not nothing a twilight drake becomes a seven whatever i was facing down a seven ten if i hadn't had an omega devastator in hand i would have been devastated um so i it's just a solid card i think and as long as long as you can delay the game a little bit you're going to get that value off and you're going to do something so i i think it's a a pretty good card it's a little bit unreliable just because your hand has to look a certain way and we have to be wary of hand buff mechanics because they've never been great but i think that this is probably because it's fairly statted too i think this is probably one of the better ones that we're going to see so i I probably wouldn't go higher than a three on it but i probably wouldn't go lower than that either yeah i mean the one the one hand buff mechanic that really has worked well there's been two right one of them's been soul infusion and that's been okay, mm-hmm. but that's works. I mean, that's 
trying to hit specific minions that are copying each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one is was a Murloc that you were just playing I, in a Murloc deck. Now, this is not a dragon. Yep. Yeah, but this is not a dragon. But even then, being able to hit dragons in your hand as long as you have probably more than one, then it's it's good. If you're only hitting one, it's probably not worth it. But I think it's yeah, pretty I'd reliable. Three. I think it's pretty reliable that you're going to have at least two dragons in hand. You're going to have a critical ma- critical mass of dragons in yeah. that deck. You're going to have dragons in your hand. So yeah, I, I would say that's probably a three. And pr- and, it, and in arena, it's probably like a two because the that text is. That text is not likely to go off in a five mana three five is pretty below rate. Yeah, that's good. Duel is a five mana epic spell for Paladin, and it reads: Summon a minion from each player's deck. They fight. That's fun. That's just fun flavor text. <laughs> I like it. Um, uh. And so, so they're both pulled out, similar to I don't know uh, Yasharaj's effect. It basically pulls two random ones, and then they attack each other, similar to how Mass Hysteria works, right? So. Uh, flavor wise this card's this card gets a 13 out of 10 i mean this is just this is cool and i'm really curious we haven't seen any kind of big paladin deck but if my deck just has big minions and there's a chance yours doesn't there's a very good chance that this five mana spell not only gets one of my big minions on the board which is what i want but it also takes care of something from your deck by the way if you're a combo deck it might be a combo piece so I feel like this is a really strong card that we just haven't seen messed around with uh, enough yet. Yeah, and I wonder if there... I, I keep Whenever I look, I think about things in the deck, I start thinking about Immortal Prelate, and that's going to come into play with the next card sure. also. Yeah. Because, like, you're buffing that. It keeps getting shuffled back to the deck, so you know you eventually have, like, this big monstrosity in the deck that you can get out of that, and you know that that's there. It's not... You're never going to pull it consistently, mm-hmm. but it still will will keep that and then it'll keep going back in to be able to to duel more if you want to. So I, I don't I just don't know you know, you need to have a very specific deck and maybe it's something akin to like what the Holy Wrath Paladins used to be, where you're shuffling things in and then and then doing that to remove it. But that's that's not really and then you don't know what you're summoning out of their deck either. Yeah. That's the other thing that could be kind of scary. I mean if you're trying to disrupt a combo deck, that's great. Sure. But you also could just play Hecklebot and and do that a lot more safely. If you build your deck though with just big minions, if there's some way that yeah. you, that you can oh, delay to. to that, yeah. which that that's the deck that plays this card, then I feel like it's it's very reliable. It will whiff sometimes, but that's all of the random cards that you're going to have the upper hand as a result of this. So I think it's very strong. It needs a set around it that works, and Wild pretty much has that since there are big decks there. Uh, I, I don't know that Paladin has it immediately, so I'd probably say a four in Constructed for now yeah. at least. But it, this it, could be even better as the year goes on. Or it could be something in a specialist lineup. I mean, you could be a secondary, a card in a secondary or tertiary yeah. deck. Disruptional for, card. Specifically for, specifically for combo decks. I mean, again, I think Hecklebot's probably better, but maybe you have a deck that this makes, makes this better than Hecklebot. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's probably, like, I, I don't see a use case for it now, but uh, it could. So it's probably a four. And then in Arena, this is going to be like a two. Yeah. Because this is just going to be so rare. It's maybe even a one. You really don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I still feel like you'll, like, if your deck looks like, I don't know, if you if you have half, well, no, I don't know. I think, I think. An effect like this, you really want to, you, you want to yeah. know at least half of what's going to happen. Yeah. And there's no way to know because you're, you're going to be drafting a lot of little things. They're going to be drafting a lot of bombs. It's basically like flipping a coin and hoping it works. I'd go, and, and I don't think you generally want to do that yeah, with I, cards you're putting in your arena. I'd deck. go down to one on that. Yeah. 
Um, Call to Adventure is a three mana spell. Uh, draw the lowest card, lowest cost minion from your deck. Give it plus two, plus two. So, you know, again, in a deck that has very few minions, this is fine because you want to get something specific out. You could also use things like Christology to get the real low drops out before you do that. Um, Immortal Prelate is going to be a card that is that is going to be in some decks, and it will keep the plus two, plus two at when it gets shuffled back in. Infinite uh, value. Yeah, so I mean, there, that's that's something that you can do. Just draw it out and and get another. And, and Mortal probably gets real annoying real fast. Um, and you know anything else that you might want to do? I mean, there's even like some applications in Wild. This, I mean, this is not enough value for Wild, but there was a card back in Mean Streets called I think it was Mean Street Marshal that it was a one two that if you if it had two or more attack, you could um you could uh, draw two cards or something like that. Actually, there's. There's recurring recurring villain that gets resummoned if it has more than four attack and right. it starts with three. Mm-hmm. So I mean, maybe there's something there that seems more like a priest card to me than a paladin card. But there are, there are use cases for this. Yeah, I, it's just this is Witchwood Piper's effect, which was very very good in combo decks and decks that just wanted to cycle to something. And getting to buff it, I think it about balances out. It's probably fair for its cost, but it's just the kind of effect that can be abused pretty easily. Uh, we had Act 1 of my story was Nazari. Act 2 was Dragon Speaker. Act 3 is Call to Adventure. They were playing this in their Dragon Paladin deck, and they got Fire Tree Witch Doctor off of this. Oh, that's pretty which, good. Which, as a 4-4 four, four for 2 that gets you a spell, that's that's just perfectly fine. So that was like a sneaky one that I was like, oh, that's, that's actually pretty strong. So this card just has a lot of uses. I've even gotten this off of, I, I played a lot of Lackey Rogue also, and I would get this off of the random, uh, off of the Hench Clan Burglar, which by the way, I don't know why I had a single bad thought about that card. That card is way too good. Uh, and I got this, and then what did I draw off of it? It must have been a two mana minion or something anyway i was i was perfectly pleased to get it so i i think this is a five and constructed it's it's again a little unassuming but it's just it's just solid strong and can be used in a lot of different situations yeah i think it'll it'll definitely be used somehow we have we're not seeing it yet but i think at some point it will be now one other thing unless it's the only minion in your deck this will not pull shrivala because shrivala as we know from holy wrath paladin right it costs 25 in the deck. Mm-hmm. It only gets that cost reset when you draw it. Yeah. And in Arena, it's it's a three. It's draw a card. Yeah. And you get a little you get, upside. You get a card. You know it's going to be a minion. You know you're going to buff it up. It's fine. Yeah. And, and it's a card from your deck. It's not a random card. And, so. and actually, I don't know if this is a moot point, but I mean, it kind of makes your deck a little bit better because as the game goes yeah. on, you want the higher costed minions anyway. So, you know, just yeah. sneak it out, get it, get it a little buffed up so it has more presence. So that's actually, it's pretty decent in Arena. Yeah, it's not bad. Okay, time for Act 4, and this is probably the most interesting part of my my final boss story. This is Desperate Measures, a card you've forgotten about, but hold your horses. It is a one-mana rare spell that reads, Twin Spell, Cast a Random Paladin Secret. And this is not the card I thought it was, so never mind. Uh, This is an okay card. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, we will get to the card that I thought I was talking about. Um... A little bit later. So for one mana, you're casting a random uh, paladin secret. And the question is, how valuable is that? Uh, it's, it's fine. I mean, one mana is fine. The fact is, twin spell is fine. Like, this, this I feel very similar to... 
I feel it's a little bit under Ray of Frost for Mage, where like this this effect could be abused with some other strategies perhaps, but on its own, you just hope that you get something that's impactful and there are probably times you're going to get eye for an eye or never surrender when you don't have a board or something like that. And uh, I, I don't know. I, will this trigger Secret Keeper? No. It will not because you're not casting the spell. Then you're not casting the secret. Then yeah, I I mean if it's not going to be played in secret paladin, then I don't know why it gets played. It, it, it might still see play if reset. It does. It enough. does get played in secret paladin. Yeah. It just doesn't trigger secret keeper. Yeah. Because you know at least you're you're still triggering secrets twice with Risa, and you have the the minion that gets plus one plus one if you're controlling a secret. And you can con sort of control what you get out of this by having other secrets out when you play it. Because mm -hmm. you know, at least know it's not going to be that. Um, you can't completely control what it's going to be, but you can kind of limit what you get out of it. Uh, I mean, I've seen it play in Secret Paladin. It's okay. I mean, it, it definitely makes more secrets. And the secrets are annoying to deal with two and three in a, at a time. Yeah. So that is something I, I don't think secret paladin is really that great, but I think if secret paladin ever is great, I think you still run this, even though it doesn't trigger things like secret keeper. Cause there are other ways that those secrets are, are relevant. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's just a two and constructed, like it'll see some play. Yeah. Maybe if there are better, it's probably secrets. a three, it's probably a three. Think? I think it's, I think, I mean, it's, you're still casting two, um, you know, two random, sp two random secrets for one card. Yeah. And I, I mean, the fact that it's going to be a secret that you don't have in play is really nice. You know, if there was a chance that this yeah. could whiff, I would say it's even worse. But that's, I mean, it's an obvious upside, but it's it's worth considering. I can I can go up to three in arena. I don't know, maybe a two. I I, I think the twin yeah. the twin spell actually does give you some the upside. The twin spell makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like complete garbage, but you're probably not choosing this very often. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's probably fine. Um, Mysterious Blade is a two mana, two, two weapon battle cry. If you control a secret game plus one attack. So, you know, again, we just talked about it. There are things that trigger from controlling a secret, not playing a secret. This is one of those. And if you have a secret, which you will in the deck that wants this, this is fiery war axe and fiery yeah. war axe. If you remember when it was two mana it was pretty good. Yeah. So I, I, this is at least a four, if not a five. And it's the reason you're playing secret paladin still without divine favor. Yeah. I, I, I think it's a five. Like, yeah, it, I'm okay if or when Paladin gets a draw, uh, draw card spell that makes sense for an aggressive build, Secret Paladin will be a deck to to reckon with. So I and and this is a very strong reason why. Uh, I mean, you even think about Odd Rogue and how they were able to get a two two weapon, and that just I, I mean, it just destroyed the board. It was the reason they were able to just you know do so much damage and this isn't a hero power that you can just hit whenever, but it's still very strong. Like yeah, pre pre nerf fiery war X. So in arena, it depends on if you draft secrets, even if you don't, it's fine. I, it, you, I mean, you take lights justice sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it's probably a three just be, yeah, I think it's a three just because there aren't, there are plenty of times you're not going to draft uh, secrets. And even if you do, you probably won't trigger it, but a two mana two, two weapon is okay. And you're not too upset about that. Yeah. Never Surrender, we talked about a little bit earlier. This is the new secret, one mana, and it reads, Secret, when your opponent casts a spell, give your minions plus two health. The There's just not a place for this right now, except for in Wild Odd Paladin. This is bananas. Or in, or in Standard Secret Paladin, for that matter. Yeah. I mean, it's it's played in Secret Paladin. It's actually... Is it? Okay. 
Yeah, and and so I was pl- I have I so well since you have a story, I have a story. Please. <laughs> uh, so I was playing as a warrior against a secret paladin, and I was not thinking about this card. I did not play. I forgot this was a card, and I had coin and warpath in my hand, and I played the warpath before I played the coin, and immediately regretted it. Oh no. <laughs> So, because I could have played the coin to test for this, and then, and the two half is permanent, it's not just this turn. Oh, right, which right, right. I did, which I didn't realize when I read the card the first time. I thought it was just this turn. It's actually two health permanently. So, that's actually kind of a big deal in a deck that wants to go wide. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think it, it obviously depends on how many minions you have, but just the fact that you can kind of dodge AoE is such yeah. a big deal. And Warpath is one of the more flexible AoEs. So the fact that that was able to get out of line of that is saying something. So this is probably a four, actually. I mean, it's, I think it is. It, yeah, it's it's a fair or not not fair. It's fairly good is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And in Arena, I, I think it's uh, yeah. In Arena, it's probably a one just because you don't you never put you never draft secrets if you can help it. Like, you need to have a wide board when this is happening. You're not going to be able to guarantee that as an arena deck. Yeah. I kind of want to go two just because the health, like, buffing the health of your minions isn't irrelevant. But uh, but your opponent also isn't going to play nearly as many spells, so it probably won't trigger as much. I Yeah, one's fine for me on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Lifeforged Blessing is a two-mana spell with twin spell. Give a friendly minion lifesteal. This is the card I have a story Okay, about. I'll take it away, because you obviously have more opinions about this than All I All right, so. so I thought this card was nothing, honestly. It's like, okay, it's kind of interesting. I mean, I even think in, my, in the review section, what did I write? I, I wrote interesting, but probably not, because that's about all the <laughs> thoughts I had about this card. Uh, so... So I'm playing against them. They, I, I've almost got them killed. They play Nazari. They heal back up. I'm like, oh gosh, I'll probably be okay. And somehow I was able to kill Nazari. I was still being fairly aggressive. I think I think I played a bunch of minions and played Brawl and just prayed that it, it that it got killed and it did. Kept going, kept bringing them down and stuff. And then they Alexstrasza their own face, except for they had played Dragon Speakers. So Alexstrasza was a what was she? 11 11? No. Well, she would have been a 12 12 from one. I, I want to say she was a 15 15, though. And I was just, <sighs> I was just like, oh, staring down the barrel of a gun, right? And they're still in it. I can still do some damage because that took up their entire turn. But guess what card they play next turn? Uh, was it this one? It was this one on a 15 <laughs> 15 minion. Yep. She no, I swear she was a 20 attack. No, I had 20 health, I think. So that oh my gosh, I just like I felt sick immediately when when they played Lifeforge Blessing cuz I know they're going face and they're healing up in ways that I have only seen in the card game Eternal. Like th- this was <laughs> this was such an out of body experience. It was ridiculous, right? Uh, that I mean, that kind of swing just does not happen in a turn, but it's it's very possible, I think, in this deck. And especially during a time when we've talked about uh, that healing is not so much of an option, Nazari is very powerful, and this in a dragon deck that runs a lot of big minions that, oh, yeah. by the way, are going to get buffed more, it can be strong. Uh, so I, I and, and 
I was able. And you get to do it. And you get to do it twice. Exactly. I was able to deal with that Alex Straza by some act of God. I, I really can't remember how. I'll have to go back and watch the replay. But I was scared the rest of the game because I had them down to I think it was nine health, and I was just praying they drew my bombs because I I was able to get a ton of bombs into their deck, uh, and. I, I had to make sure that they weren't able to get another minion on the board because I knew they would just uh, give it life seal. And if it had too much attack, I was hosed. So this is, uh, you know, I, I, I think that like, if I'm analyzing this card from my happy Hearthstone review sanctionizing, it's a three, but because of my experience and I think the actual potential it has, it's probably more likely a four, especially in the decks that want it. And during a meta where healing is very, very valuable. And, and when Paladin has cards like Zandalari Templar. Oh, and by the way, Crystal Smith Kangor. Don't forget about oh, that. Oh, yeah, that either, too. Right? Yeah. So they have cards that synergize with healing that, uh, and and uh, High Priest the Call mm -hmm. that, you know, want to do a lot of healing at once. I think, I, I think it is a four. I, I think it is. I think it's not being used a lot right now, but I think it is. I think it's a sneaky, really powerful card that has a lot of applications once people get around to to using it. I mean, you know, the, there was that, that card that was it a priest card that when your opponent, you could put this on your opponent. Oh no, it's friendly minion only. Sorry. Cause there was the priest card that whenever you attack with it, you, the, you gain four life and you could put it on your opponent's minions. This is only on friendly minions. Right. Right. But that's fine. Yeah. I think that's really all you would want it for. I'm going to send you this replay so you can watch it afterwards. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the, sounds like a, like a trick. The yeah. final thing for me to say is that they were running double glowstone technician, which if you can't remember, of course they were. Uh, yeah. I, it, it was bizarre, but they, I mean, they very, very closely almost had me there. So, uh, that, that was in an, oh yeah, they were playing worm guards, high priest, Thekel. Yeah. It, it was kind of a crazy deck. Were you playing against Sean Smoker? Was that who you were playing against? Because this sounds like the kind of thing that he would put together. He would, except it's not Hunter. So in in Arena, mm. it's not it's not garbage. I mean, again, the, I, Twin Spell is a lot stronger than I give it credit for at first. And I think just even being able to heal a little bit is fine. It's probably a two there, I would say. Yeah, I think so. That's fair. Um, Bronze Herald is a three mana, three, two dragon death rattle, add two, four, four dragons to your hand. There's not really a lot to say about this. It's a dragon that gives you more dragons. Those dragons are pretty well statted and giving you two, four, four dragons. If you're buffing dragons gives you a whole lot of big dragons. Yeah. So I think if you're, if you're playing dragon paladin, you're playing this, it's, it, it, there's not a whole lot to say. It about just it. curves out so well. And even yeah. if none of them get buffed, they're all just fairly statted. So, and, and they are four mana, four fours. Uh, so yeah, I, I think yeah. this is a four across the board. Yeah. Uh, four, four seems appropriate for that, for that card. Yes. I am going to s somehow commemorate that it's two hours and we went through four. Uh, maybe that's actually pretty normal, actually. Are, are people going to like be disappointed that they're not getting as much content as they normally would? Like they, they settled in like they've. <laughs> You know, they've, they've got like a road trip, like somebody's right, driving right. from like, someone's driving from like Boston to New York and they've got a road trip and they were expecting that this was going to take them like all the way to the Tappan Zee bridge. And, and they, we only got yeah. them through like half of Connecticut and they're going to be disappointed. Well, Is that a thing it's going to happen. Let's not get too crazy. Cause we do have a lot of neutrals, although a lot of these yes. tend to kind of be quick, uh, quick conversations, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do our best to give you the best quality. I'm, 
I'm honestly, I didn't come into this feeling tired or worn out. I don't know about you, Steve. Like I was well, excited to talk about these again. It just seems like yeah. they're, they're easier conversations, I guess. I don't know why. Well, they're easier conversations and we somehow managed to get through five classes um, in, in part one. So that yeah. kind of makes it a little bit easier too. Yeah, that's fair. Um, well, let's kick so off. why don't we start talking about these neutrals? Yeah, the neutral epics. We've got Batterhead to kick us off. It's an eight mana, three, 12 minion. Those are some stats, uh, and especially some uh, rear end. It has Rush, and it reads, after this attacks and kills a minion, it may attack again. So this is kind of Soulthrays on a minion without the overkill. Instead of overkill, it's killing any minion. Three attack is no joke to be able to kill something, and 12 health is a lot for it to sustain. So I I don't even... I, I guess one of the things that comes to mind is like Alakir to sort of uh, yeah. uh, compare this to Be- or Zilliax, except for it, keep- it gets to keep going. Uh, there's something else that, oh, Foolsbane. Actually, Foolsbane is probably yeah. the best example of this. But the fact that this is going on a minion instead of your face is a really big deal because I don't, I don't know. I, I think it was when I was playing Solthrays in the tempo version of that bomb deck. I was, I mean, I was taking so much attack from all of those hits that it really, it really sets you back quite a bit. So having a, a big beefy minion like this, I think is, is pretty good. And they're like with resurrect effects with divine yeah. spirit and inner fire. I think this card has a lot of potential to see some play. That that's, that's the use case is in constructed is I've seen it in some resurrect priest lists and because you're resurrecting and then you get to affect the board immediately and you can take out at least you at least can take some health off some minions. You probably can kill a couple and maybe you run one of them though. Like the list that I saw ran one and I didn't run that list cause I didn't really want to craft it. But in an arena, this is fantastic. Like, Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's eight mana, but eight mana, this is effectively a neutral board clear. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not exactly, but you can probably clear off a number of minions and it's effectively a neutral AoE. And and that is a five in arena, I think, every time. Yeah, easily. And in constructed, I would say it's a four because it's yeah. it's not as effective in that way, but the ways that you can take advantage of it by resurrecting it, uh, by buffing its stats, I mean anything with a lot of health is going to just be good in um in uh in priests. So yeah, yeah. I, I'd say it's definitely a four there. Yeah, and then we get to Magic Carpet, which is a three, which is a three mana one six. After you play a one cost minion, give it a plus one attack and rush. And if you have not played against this card, count your blessings. I, I actually have not yet, though I've seen plenty of oh, lists. Really? So you you've got to tell me the experience here. <laughs> oh, I've been playing a little bit of Zoo. Uh huh. And and this is disgusting. Really? In Zoo? Wow. Disgusting. First of all, six is a lot of health. It is. So yeah. it sticks. It's tough to kill. It sticks a lot, mm-hmm. and. So what'll happen is that it's play, not summon. It's more like Hobgoblin. Mm-hmm. I actually was theory crafting a magic carpet <sighs> Hobgoblin zoo today. God bless you. I, I still I'll, miss I'll, Hobgoblin. I'll send it to, I'll send it to okay. you later. Remind me, but I'll send <laughs> sure, it to you sure. later. Um, but what happens is that, first of all, that again, that plus one attack and rush. Well, the rush doesn't matter, but the plus one attack is permanent. Mm-hmm. So it's not just this turn. It's getting it a, a permanent buff on the minion. Right. And you can play out a lot of one drops Gosh, in a zoo. Flame most of your deck is one drop. Yeah, flame it, but even not even just like things like all the lackeys that you get. Oh yeah, um, you and you get you get all the uh, the scarab the scarabag is two, and the things that pop out of it are not eligible. Mm-hmm. But like things like uh like Argent Squire, 
Right. Uh, I forget what else is running in oh, that. Oh, Argent yeah, Squire Walker, is so obviously. good. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, a Void Walker, obviously, uh-huh. that's a 2-4, like, yeah. or, or a 2-3 with Rush. I mean, the plus one attack, especially in an aggressive deck, like, even if you're not using the Rush, just the attack is really, really relevant. Mm-hmm. And this is the reason that Zoo is good right now. It's a 5 and Constructed. Wow. Yeah, I, I think I don't disagree with you. I'm I'm honestly, I'm kind of confused why it has 6 health. That seems too good. I, I can't. It may, I wouldn't be surprised if it sees a nerf at some point. I, I can't think of any 3-cost minions that have 6 health. Um, I can't either, actually. So anyway, I mean, and, and with those lackeys, by the way, if you buff magic carpet with even just one attack, that makes it all the better. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go with you with a five. In oh, there. yeah. You're, you're running Grim Rally in that deck, too, by the way. Oh, no. Grim Rally's insane right now. I, I did have one game played against me where I didn't have a chance. I didn't see a magic carpet, but Grim Rally's crazy. <laughs> Like, like it, it's to the point where I played, I was playing one game today with this deck. Uh-huh. I played a magic carpet on three and my opponent just conceded. Oh my gosh. Yep. That's, yeah. that's something in arena. <laughs> it's not going to do much unless you have those one cost. I mean, you're more likely to get some solid one cost minions, but otherwise it's just a one six, which doesn't even really yeah. trade. I'm, I'm torn between a two or a three on it for arena. It's probably, it's probably a two. It's going to be very situational. If you're getting a lot of lackey cart, lackey generators, maybe this is worth yeah. taking. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's probably just going to be kind of a, you know, something that you can kind of chip away at, but yeah. not really all that exciting. It's fine. Uh, Azerite Elemental is a five mana two seven neutral epic. And it's an, it's an elemental at the start of your turn, gain spell damage plus two. I think this card does not look uh, menacing until it's on the other side of the board. And once you start thinking about this minion giving them plus two spell damage every turn, and the fact that it has seven health, which is not easily dealt with either, you're kind of in some trouble. I think that there's a good... This might be one of the best spell damage minions that we've seen. It's still not like fantastic but i think it's very good and i mean it's a lightning rod for sure that needs to be dealt with yeah i mean if you're playing this you're kind of tipping your hand and you're saying that you're dead next turn if you don't deal with this pretty much yeah um but i mean seven health again is a lot of health and that's not necessarily easy to deal with i mean you think about taking out a doomsayer like how many times do you just have to let a doomsayer live because you can't deal with and, it? And you don't want to so. deal like you don't want to use your single target removal on something like this because it's like Ah, this isn't going to do much, you know, but you, you just have to deal with it. So I, I think it's a strong four, honestly. My I thing. think so. I've seen it in some spell damage list. I can't remember which, and it, it seemed reasonable there. So, but, and, and again, like those types of decks, like it's okay if you just play this because you want to be able to take advantage of it with full mana anyway. And in arena, it's probably a two, like how much are you really making use of the spell damage? And it's a lot of health, but it's not a lot of attack for five for five mana. Yeah, so. I think it's I think it's okay. Two's probably probably fair there. Um, Whirlwind Tempest is an eight mana six six elemental. Your minions with Wind Fury have Mega Wind Fury, so Mega Wind Fury means they get to attack four times instead of two. This this one gets all the lulls in the world. I I just think it's fun. <laughs> you can't spin. You can't spell Whirlwind without Wind more. Right. Well, you can spell you can spell it without win, but you can't. Yeah, that's yeah. that's very true. I mean, this, this is the thing. Like, if you have if you have wind fury minions on the board that ma- that have enough attack to matter, and you can play an eight mana six six, like 
were you really, did you really need this to win the game? Or would those Wind Fury minions probably have gotten you there anyway? Like, first of all, there aren't that many Wind Fury minions, at least in standard. Uh, I mean, you have Alakir and you have uh, a Walking Fountain and like Thralmar Farseer. I don't, and like the Young Dragonhawk. I don't even know what else has Wind Fury on well, it now. You've got the spell Wind Fury and you've got Wind Speaker in yeah. Shaman. I think this card only gets played in Shaman, honestly. So, so that's like a that's like a ten mana combo that you right. can pull off maybe but that but even then it's really, a meme right i like that that's 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 bad card you don't play more bad cards to make your bad card i i think you could make some i i actually hadn't thought about the 10 mana combo that that's interesting that's not irrelevant that you can deal with 24 damage uh with with a two card combo and i elemental shaman's okay enough that i think you could build a package that's fine and you just sort of keep that as a win as a potential win condition because getting your opponent to 24 health isn't that hard so yeah i don't know i i'm actually thinking way more about this card that i i, I thought it was just a meme fun card that i will probably play with but i don't know i now that i'm at rank five i can finally experiment so, so i'll i'll try it out see what happens so let, let me let me let me ask you this uh -huh. right so let's say like Let's say Alec here is the the card that you're gonna you're gonna work this way, okay. right? Because like well, you that's have probably to that right. So like that's the most likely target for this. Like, aren't you better off just playing Rockbiter Weapon? Um, because that's what you're doing, right? You're like you're adding plus three damage to each attack. Right? That's true for Alec here. So you are, yeah, for Alec here, and and I mean. You know, maybe that's maybe it's a little bit better for Walking Fountain, but not much. Like, so I mean, Rockbiter Weapon is more flexible and it does basically the same thing. Um, yeah, I just, well, yeah, I'm gonna try it out and see what happens. I, I, I'll still stick with. I the think I think it. you need to go take this into Wild and get Voltron, and then well, like, Voltron Obviously. already has Mega Wind yeah. Fury. Well, and, and so. that's Mechs, not Elemental. So I, I think yeah. I think it's probably still a two. Well, this is all minions. This isn't elementals. This is just your minions with Wind Fury. Oh right, right, right. I'm I'm just saying it probably doesn't fit. I I guess you can just slam it yeah. in that deck anyway. Uh, and then in arena, it's probably a two. Also, I mean, it's a one. You think it's a one? It's an eight mana six six. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay. Next one here is Underbelly Ooze, a seven mana three five. After this minion uh, survives damage, summon a copy of it. It's more expensive Grim Patron, and I don't know why you play it. Well, it's actually not Grim Patron, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because Grim Patron says summon another oh, Grim, yeah. three Grim Oh, yeah, this is Patron. a copy where the health is still down, yeah. Right, so you're going to get copies, but it's going to... It, you're going to have diminishing returns, and like if you're trying to do this with like with like uh, Warpath, then eventually you're just going to kill them all off because they're all going to have the same health. Um, you can get somewhere with it, but it, it's a lot harder to pull off because it's making a copy. And I think that's probably why this is not a great card. Yeah. Like maybe you get, maybe if you, maybe in something like a priest, maybe then where you can heal it, then maybe it's something and, and, you know, heal it with a, a hero power, not healing it with like spells that you have to spend on it. Then maybe that's, or maybe you work this into like a heal druid or something. There are probably uses for it, but it's going to be a lot harder to get it to, to, go off then it looks like it will and something i learned all already from our review from last week is that you always have to consider is this effect something that can be taken advantage of if you can do shenanigans and stuff i didn't give muckmore for nearly enough credit uh because i didn't think that it i only thought it would work in this very specific deck and it turns out it has a lot more uh you know uh, ways that can be used and like if you could pull this effect 
off, similar to sort of Vivid Nightmare or something, where you're just creating another copy of something, then that could be interesting. But it's so heavily, uh, heavily costed that it's going to be tough to do that. So I, I think it's probably a two in, in constructed. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess I'm starting to think about it in the context of like a Divine Spirit Inner Fire Priest. Mm-hmm. Where you can buff the attack and then co- and then you know trade something yeah, off and then that's copy interesting. it. Yeah, and if you're getting enough of those and then you resurrect them and you get enough of those in the resurrect pool, like maybe you can make something happen. But it sounds like it's a it sounds. I, I'm just tired work, thinking yeah. about it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it's probably too unconstructed. In in arena, it's a little bit better because you could. I mean, just getting yeah. a couple more, but it's probably three there. Yeah, I'd say it's a three. I don't think it's any better than that. Yeah. Um. Spell Word Jeweler is a 3-mana three 3-4 three, battle cry. Your hero can't be targeted by spells or hero powers until your next turn. So if you are really angry at Freeze Mage, then <laughs> Which could be coming back. This. I don't know. And, and, and like in a specialist lineup, this is probably a card that makes its way in occasionally to help you against things like Maligos Druid or any of the Maligos decks like Maligos Hunter or Maligos Shaman that are coming up. Like maybe that's something that you can put in a specialist lineup. I don't think you run this in a main deck. But even and, and even yeah. for the specialist lineup, this is ice block, right? It's just delaying for one turn. What what your opponent um? It's do. not. It's not. I mean, it's it's ice block if they're specifically if their win condition is right. Which those those decks for the specialist those lineup would be. is what that is. So it's like you don't care about the minion. All you're caring about is the effect. I I I just don't even think it's really going to see much play even in those instances. It it could be. It's probably a good thing it exists, but I'm I'm thinking it's probably a two in constructed. Yeah, in, in arena it's fine. Yeah. It's a three mana three. Yeah, it's four. a three there. It's a spider tank. That's fine. We'll take it for that. Yeah. Hecklebot was a co-host on Coin Concede this week uh, on their on their overlay. And he's a four mana three eight mech with taunt, and he reads Battlecry, your opponent summons a minion from their deck. This is Deathlord, except for a little bit better for your opponent. And it's a battle cry instead of a death row. Oh, well, that, and that that's why it's a little a little bit better, because it's more you have to be able to deal with this immediately. With Deathlord, you were sort of investing in your future, even if your opponent was able to kill your Deathlord the next turn, which eight health is a lot to chew through. Uh, at least your next turn, hopefully you have an answer for it. With this, it's immediately you need to be able to deal with it. So uh Deathlord was very good. So this is probably a little bit more fair. Um but depends on the deck though. Yeah, that's like, true. I mean, like, if you're thinking about, like, back when Aviana Druid was a thing mm-hmm. in Wild, like, people would play Deathlord and, like, anything it hit was going to be bad. Right, right. It was going to be way worse than, you know, than than get, giving you a 5-5. Five, five. So it depends on how critical those those pieces are and – or, like, a Mechathune deck. Like, if you summon Mechathune, like, yeah, you're summoning a 10-10, but you can probably deal with a 10-10 and you've just killed their win condition. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you need to plan for it, but that's probably okay. I also think I I may have been responsible for Hecklebot being on the coin conceit overlay, by the oh, way. I think I, I suggested that to them on Twitter when, <laughs> when Oppo was going to miss last week. I thought So I think that might be my fault. I thought it was funny. I liked it. So, yeah, yeah. It, it's a very good thing that we will have this card for two years because it keeps combo decks in check. If they are getting far too strong, then this guy will be in just about every deck just to make sure... And it's and it's good stats. I mean, Sinjin Shield Master, you're normally playing for three five, and so three, like I said, eight health is just a lot to chew through. So I, I'd say it's probably a four in constructed. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, it, you're and you'll use it in specialist lineups when you need to, and Absolutely. it's it's good to have it. Like you're not going to run it in every deck, but it's good to have it. And in constructed in in arena, 
it's probably a three. Like you'll probably take it. It's still got taunt. It's mm-hmm. got decent stats, and the odds of you pulling out something gigantic are not. Yeah, they're not. They're not nothing, but they're not as high as they could be. Yeah. Um, exotic mount seller is a seven mana five eight minion. When you cast a spell, summon a random th- three cost beast. I have seen this in aggro mage list and I don't understand why. I mean, I understand why <laughs> I don't think you're ever get it. I mean, I guess this is basically just like another Antonitis that gives you another, exactly another win condition where you can just kind of spam, the, spam the board. Mm-hmm. I mean, three mana beasts is first of all, extremely oddly specific. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and it's like, there are not a lot of them. And I mean, Mookla is the high roll, but there's a lot of low rolls too. It's not that bad. I mean, like, Silverback Patriarch is one of the worst ones, but even that has taunt, so it may actually not be terrible for you. Uh, Iron Beak Owl is definitely the worst, because that's just a 2-1. Uh, but most of them are 3-3s. Three uh, it's a good thing Vicious Fledgling is is hitting the road for standard, because even just the chance of getting that is too good, I think. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I guess I didn't look at the. I think I looked at this when it was harder to, to filter them out. I guess it's not that bad. Yeah. I mean, you can get an ornery tortoise. You can get a, a emperor cobra. You mm-hmm. can get a mukla. Get a three three taunt. Like it seems like blink fox and and dusk bat might be the worst rolls. Yeah, which is not awful. A well, blink fox I is suppose. just a three three. Or, or messenger ravens. Messenger ravens pretty yeah. bad. That's a three two. But even then, that's like uh, relatively. It's not bad. I mean, I guess. And if you're spamming spells, then you know building up a big board in the process is is. Good, you don't care. But... It's all upside at that point. You know, like the the really difficult thing about Exotic Mount Seller is its cost because you can't play it until right. later in the game. But it basically is an alternative art, al- alternative Archmage, Archmage Antonitis. That is a lot of syllables to say. So I, I think it's fine. Uh, and it's very dependent on what that pool of, of beasts looks like. But I, I would say it's probably a three. Like you're playing it yeah, in, a, a in a deck with low cost minions and it could be what helps you out. And in a, yeah, it's a three. In arena, the stats are fine. It's going to trade for a couple, and if you have a spell, great. You know. Yeah, yeah, I think it's probably three in arena too. Cool. Um, and by the way, did you see the Reddit posts about this uh, the other day? No. So somebody went on Reddit to brag about the fact that they played Exotic Mount Seller and got three Mucklas in a row off of it. <sighs> But people called them out because like an hour before he posted that, his opponent had posted, I can't believe this fool got Mount Seller with three Mucklas in a row. So uh, <laughs> everyone was just uh, flooding. It was just, uh, it was a funny little Reddit interaction. So yeah, that's why they call it probability and not certainty. That's right. <laughs> Next card here is Arcane Watcher. Three mana, five, six. Can't attack unless you have spell damage. Those stats are insane. And the fact that this I, spell damage isn't what well, the question basically becomes: How difficult is it to either have spell damage or to silence this minion? There's there's some pretty good silence packages, especially for priests. The uh, the I can't remember what it's called. The soul uh, four mana one. I mean that curves nicely with this. Where th- oh the this uh, the the unsleeping Unsle- soul yeah or, yeah that silences a minion then. Uh, summons a copy, copy of it, of it. I, that curves perfectly with this because then you just attack immediately i mean that that's really what this card wants but i think even in a spell damage deck you might just throw this in there because if you can reliably get spell damage on the board a five six minion on turn three is just it's so good yeah i mean handlock is a thing too now yeah just give this thing and, taunt and it's insane yeah too. you give it taunt or you silence it i mean there's 
the librarian who some who silences everything uh, adjacent to him. You you still run spellbreakers and stuff like that. And I do wonder in and maybe this is more of an arena thing than constructed. Uh-huh. Like in shaman, you're gonna get spell damage twenty five percent of the time when you press your hero your hero sure. power button. Yeah. So I, in shaman specifically, this might be okay in arena. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see this in like. And some sort of an aggro shaman list. At some I, point I was going to say, I recall a weapon that had a yeah. condition for <laughs> spell damage that ended up. Needing that weapon to get was nerfed. pretty good yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this is in the decks that wanted. I mean, I'm already seeing in handlock. I have tried to play the handlock. I am not a handlock player, clearly, but I've seen some people being very successful with it. And in that deck, it makes a lot of sense. And you know, silence priest will be a thing at some point. And yeah, I think in constructed, it's at least a four. I, I would say it's probably a arena, five in the in the decks that want it. I yeah, mean, I think it's probably it probably is a five. It's it's making handlock a thing. It again. could be a four six minion and probably get a four because that's strong. But five yeah. six, that's just that's insane. I mean, you shouldn't have that. And until in handlock, you run shadow flame. Right. Oh gosh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. In arena, and it, you have to have something to activate it, it. Yeah, I mean, if you have spell, it's going to be draft dependent. It's probably a one, maybe a little bit higher in shaman. Yeah, but yeah, it's probably a one. No, you're right. Like, how often do you take, um, like, uh, Ancient Watcher? Because it's basically the same thing. It's just sometimes it'll get to attack. Yeah, it's just very rare that you do that. Yeah. Next one here is Mad Summoner, a six-mana 4-4 demon that reads Battle Cry. Fill each player's board with 1-1 one, one imps. This is such a cool card. I mean, we've never had an effect like this that just, like, it shuts down the board, basically. The tough thing is, doing this, your opponent now has initiative with all those imps, and they're probably going to trade them off, so it doesn't actually, like... It'd be really cool if it right. read, imps can't attack next turn, or something like that. That that Because that would lock them out of a turn of minions. They could still do spells to... to um, to do something but without that it's just sort of int- i mean this is a big priest counter in wild at least yeah. uh, but that's about that's about the only instance and in standard it's more of a resurrect priest counter yeah because oh yeah yeah you're you're relying on mass resurrection and that does not have the unique right you can't word dis- on the yeah. on the on the spell so you anymore. could just end up giving your opponent a board full of, of three one ones yeah when but again that would be in a specialist lineup that's not going to be the kind of thing that you're going to run yeah just on ladder but it's good to have again it is good if we are going to have resurrect effects it is good to have counterplay for them and this is what that is yeah and i i would say there's actually a better card that we'll talk about a little bit later for that um so i i just don't know the place for this um i feel like i had oh uh jumbo imp actually benefits off of this also so that's one thing to consider i think it's probably threes across the board in my my opinion yeah i mean you could also like you know have one minion on board play this trade off that one minion and then um and then play sea giant yeah that's true you too. Know? yep there's 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 or or a frost wolf warlord i guess you know there's use cases for that but yeah it's a three it's probably a two in in arena i'm trying to think of when you would try to use this and maybe if your opponent has a full board and you don't then you give them a bunch of one ones and you at least get like a little mini anixia but i don't know that you'd ever really want to do that so i'd say yeah probably a two Sunreaver War Mage is a 5-mana 4-4 battle cry. If you're holding a spell that costs 5 or more, deal 4 damage. So, uh, dealing 4 damage is good. If you are playing a deck that holds cards that cost a lot, which Mage will, Druid will, um, this is kind of a no-brainer. I've been seeing this in some lists, and, and that 4 damage can go face. So, that seems uh, pretty good. I don't know if it's 5. I, I feel like it's probably a 4. Um, just because... 
you need to have a specific it's it's going to be conditional and you need to have a specific deck for it but and i think that as we get more decks that are going to be built around expensive spells we'll probably see this more if we had been talking about this card before uh, we were in the rise of shadows meta i wouldn't have given it the time of day because my initial thought right. was why is a heavy spell deck playing minions and the truth is that they're playing minions to basically do what their spells want anyway. So I I think this is a very strong card. We saw, uh, what was it, Gromok the Impaler? Would... Gormok the Impaler. I actually, I, like I said, I was theory crafting the Hobgoblin Magic Carpet Zoo, uh -huh. and I threw Gormok in there because you always have a lot of minions on board. That was... It was a four mana four four. If you have four or more minions on board, uh, do four damage. Yeah, that that's not playing basically every zoo deck. So I think that I think that this card is is deceptively strong again. Uh, so I want to give it a five because it's like the decks that want it just throw two copies of it in there. It may it may get cut if there are better spells, but I mean having that kind of removal in the middle of the game and being able to develop a board at the same time is a very i mean you think about it like this like a flanking strike essentially it's just a little bit stronger and one yep. one turn up so i yeah i just don't see a downside to it i, I think it's a yeah five, i mean I, i'm only i'm only down to a four because i have seen enough lists that aren't running it that makes me think i haven't gotten to play with it yet mm -hmm. that makes me think maybe it's a little bit too hard to fit in but I, i'm i'm open to either a four or five i mean i can go up to a five i think it's very yeah. hard I, I mean, I, it, I I might die on a stick when it's you know gets cut from lists and stuff, but I think that especially now it's just it's just too strong to deny. Especially since that four damage can go face. This this is popping up in some of those freeze mage lists just because you want to be able to deal more damage essentially. Yeah, in, in arena it's probably like a three. I mean, yeah. the five mana four four is not the worst, and you'll take that sometimes. But yeah, you're just rather not. You're very likely not actually going to get to get to go off, and it's a little understated. There's a chance that you get... I mean, if you're able to pull it off, then it's very, very strong. So, yeah, three's fine, I think, in there. Yep. Next one is Recurring Villain. It's a five-mana three-six. He is sneaky. Like, he looks like a dastardly kobold. Yeah, he's got the candle, so he has yeah. to be a kobold there. I I'm digging the Snidely Whip yeah, slash Muttley vibe. That's totally what it is. Five-mana three-six, Death Rattle. If this minion has four or more attack, resummon it. I mentioned this earlier in the episode, but this card just screams to Undertaker because the Undertaker yeah. always has four or more attacks. So you just play one of these and it dies. And all of a sudden Undertaker is in, I mean, it's infinite value as long as it doesn't get silenced. Like on its own, the big problem is you could buff it, but the resummoned version of this has three attack again. So you have to keep buffing it essentially, which is pretty difficult to do i mean the stats are fine on its own it's just asking quite a lot out of you to do what it wants to do right so i ran up against this and in a priest with okay. uh extra arms and banana buffoons that makes sense and, <laughs> and the undertaker and mass, mass resurrection oh my goodness and katrina muerte oh and 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 <laughs> yes and vivid nightmares too because why not why not sure so i think that in the right deck and you know you can do things with uh dire dire wolf alpha mm -hmm. and you know shaman could use a flame tongue totem rest in peace uh you know there there are different things you can do or with buff cards or maybe in a paladin there the other one i did a quick search in hs replay while you were talking the other one was a paladin that you're already buffing a mortal prelate so why not hit it with Sound the Bells 
or a call to adventure mm. um or blessing of kings you have a lot so of options this there. is yeah yeah this particular deck is not very good it as of yesterday it had a 10 percent win rate <laughs> that but... that is pretty bad I, I think we can objectively <laughs> say that's bad <laughs> But it's an interesting idea, yeah. right? Like, and then you you do have things like the Undertaker to bring it back again, um, and, and you know if you're playing enough buffs, there's a, there's a use case for this. I think it's probably a three, but it seems pretty good. Yeah, I it, it it's a three with upside. It, I, I was exactly gonna say that. Like, I I think as you started talking, I was thinking four, but the problem is that exact uh, situation with the Paladin deck that you mentioned. Those kinds of strategies tend not to do well. So unless you have something else that's really going to help you with this whole infinite value idea, I mean, Zarek Cloning Master has seen zero play, and you can infinitize him all day long, you know? So I, I think a three is probably fair, and in Arena, it's probably the same. Like, if you get one yeah. tick off of that, that's, that's fine. And there's a chance yeah. you can do that with something, so. Yeah, and I mean, in Wild, you can play Kalisath. Oh, baby. But again, the resummoned one has to get buffed again, so. Yes, you know. so. Um, Tunnel Blaster is a 7 mana 3 7 taunt. Death Rattle deal 3 damage to all minions. Uh, if you need something bigger than Abomination, here it is. Like, that's. It's a taunt. It will do damage to the board. It seems fine in the deck that wants it, but it's not particularly exciting. Yeah, this is a pure arena card. Like, you snap pick this every time because it's just your reset. And the fact the fact it has taunt, the fact it has so much health, like, those are just. All the strongest yeah. reasons. I don't see where where you really want to play this in a in a constructed deck because you've got more reliable AOEs that are probably going to trigger better. Um, I, I guess there's maybe there's something interesting to the resurrect mechanics if you just really want to make sure that your opponent doesn't have anything and you keep bringing this back. That could be that could be interesting, but the fact that you keep damaging your board is is not that great. So yeah. Like, that's why I'm not. That's why I'm not as high on it in arena because you're also blowing up your own board. Yeah, but I think there are more times that it's an upside than not. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, that's why I'm not saying it's a five. I'm saying it's probably okay. A four. I, I'd go with a four on that. Probably a three in constructed. Yeah, I mean, there. You know, if you really need an anti aggro tool again, maybe in a specialist lineup. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then, then you can put that in. If you can pull yeah. this death rattle somehow onto another card, it could be really good. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm basically thinking yep. about every card with Muck Morpher right now. I, I didn't mention it, but I did think about that with Recurring Villain yeah. too. So. <laughs> Muck Morpher and the Undertaker. So yeah, yeah, basically. Okay, next one here is Evil Cable Rat. A two mana 1-1 one, one battle cry, add a lackey to your hand, and it's a beast. This didn't look good beforehand, and now we've learned lackeys are really good. So there are plenty of lists that run Evil Cable Rat because they don't care about the fact that it's a 1-1. They care about the fact that you're getting a lackey and you don't give a rip which lackey you get. Yeah. Uh, I Like, this is dependent on the lackey pool. And I know I said in the last episode that there's no way they can just get better, but they've come out the gate so strong. I wonder if they're going to come out with some stronger lackeys and some weaker lackeys to sort of dilute the pool a little bit. Uh yeah, I but regardless, this card's just solid and it'll it'll give you something that you can use for combos to help your board. I it's good at least. Yeah, I mean it's really only seen play in Rogue because Rogue really, really wants lackeys right, right. for a number of reasons. I mean, first of all it's Togwaggle. Second is that those also activate their combo cards. You're you're not running this in zoo because it's too expensive and you don't really just want one lackey. You generally want like the two that you're getting off of um whatchamacallit, off of the, the evil genius. 
And the other classes aren't even running lackeys for the most part. Right, right. So, you know, if you really want lackeys, you're going to run this. If But that your, your strategy has to revolve around lackeys. As we see more lackey synergies, you might see this more. Right now, it's a rogue card. Did, did you, which is fine. Did you say Merlocky synergies? Oh, I, I didn't. Because there is not a Murloc lackey. If if they called it Murlocky, I would just lose it. Oh, so no. I'm, I'm just saying, there's a chance. There's a chance. That, 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 <laughs> that lackey is all that. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, like, I want to I wanna give it a four, but. Yeah. Like, it's a three I mean, for in, every class. In the, deck, in the deck that wants it, it's a four. Yeah. yeah, I think so. And in Arena, it's probably a three, because, I mean, you're get you're paying two mana for a 1-1, one, one, but you're also getting the lackey, which is, I mean, you're basically, it's a three drop, right? basically. You're basically getting a three mana 2-3 that has a, a useful Yeah, card. I would argue the four, though, because I, I feel like any other lackey is going to be so good, especially, yeah. like, with this. I, just the fact that you have a body that you can add one attack and rush, or you can evolve this, it's going to get better, you know? I, yeah. I think it's a pretty strong choice in Arena. I, All right, I can go up to okay. a four. Um, traveling healers, a four mana, two, three divine shield, three, battle two. cry, restore, or th- a four mana, three, two divine shield, battle cry, restore three health. If you need healing, there it is. It's a four mana, three, two divine shield. It's fine. It's not exciting. It trades up. It, I, it does trade up. It's, it, it's, it's like the definition of an average card. I, I would say it's a little better than average. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, but I'm not, it's going to get an average score because we're not doing half. We're not doing half points. Yeah, no, you're probably it's not seeing any play right now. Uh, and and we've talked about how little neutral healing there is, right? Right. And it's seeing zero play. Yeah, no, that's fair. Okay, so threes, threes across the board. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next one is Hench Clan Hogsteed, a two mana two one beast with rush and death rattle. Summon a one one Murloc. So I heard you liked Spirit of the Murloc and Soul of the Forest. This has it built in, and it's seeing a lot of play in token decks because you just get to yeah. kill something and you've still got something left on the board. Yeah, and it's also a murloc on a pig. Like we're we're glossing past that, right? I knew like, we were gonna. Get I know there, it's okay? late, and I know we're trying to get through the comments, but it, this is a murloc on a pig. I, okay, people have been uh, lovingly referring to it as Timon and Pumbaa because that's basically what it is. Oh my god, I love that. That is that's that's I, I'm that that is my head cannon. It, it's strong in murloc decks. It's strong in token decks. Like you just play yeah. this. Like I I actually want to say it's a five. Like it's just it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's removal and it's leaving you a Murloc and a Murloc Shaman. It's really only Murloc Shaman that's playing it right now because it's not playing, getting played in Zoo, but it could. No, I've seen it in Token Druid lists because... Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. Like, that makes like sense. Just being I, haven't able to I haven't seen it in Token Druid, but that makes sense. Yeah. It... And in Arena, it's probably at least a four because, I mean, you're it's a, it's the same reason that you use Blue Gill Warrior, except that it leaves a 2-1 behind. I want to argue a 5. Or a 1-1 behind, rather. I, I, I think okay. you snap pick this. I, just the ability to deal with something on the board is so strong. I mean, obviously, if you top deck it in the late game, that kind of stinks. But in the early to mid game, this could be a deciding factor. And the one one isn't a ton, but I like it's still something. For a man, getting something yeah, back from for it for a two mana card to do that much work is okay. pretty good. I mean, I guess the way that you look at it, right? Would you pay two mana for a one one that does two damage to a minion? Yeah, absolutely. yeah, you would. That's one of the last. I mean, you pay what you pay one you pay one mana for an elven archer. Yeah, and yeah. you take that in arena sometimes. And there's potential beast for murloc synergy depending on what you're you're drafting. Yeah. I that's just upside potentially, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's um, a good card. Po- yeah. So potion vendors, a one mana one one battle cry restore two health to all friendly characters. If you have something like uh you know like a light warning deck that needs restoring health to a whole bunch of minions at once. 
then you'll use this. So it's probably a three, but it, it's better that it's not as good as fungal um, enchanter as fung yeah. as fungal enchanter, but it's nothing is going to be as good as what was in kobolds and catacombs. Right. So that's fine. No, that I, and that card was like fair. It was just really good in the decks that wanted it. A uh, one mana one, one body is so much worse like, I, it just does nothing to the board, so you have to have something that's going to take effect. I mean, getting to draw some cards with Northshire Cleric is great, um, but yeah, I, yeah. I I think it's a three in Constructed, probably. Uh, yeah, it's probably three in Constructed. It's going to find a place, and you're not going to be excited about it, but you'll play it for certain decks, and it's probably... A, maybe it's a three in Arena? Yeah, I'm waffling. If you do need the healing, I, I don't, it's probably a two. I, I think if we're not sure, it's probably yeah. a two. I, just the fact that you could ha you know, be able to heal your entire board, that effect is powerful enough, but yeah, I, I, I think a two is probably more, because the one one body just does diddly on, on the board, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, next one here is yeah. Dalaran Librarian. Two mana, two, three. Battle cries, silence adjacent minions. So this is the same stat line and kind of a similar-ish effect to the defend or Sun Sun Fury Protector, uh, and it's very or well I guess it's not I haven't thought much about Handlock but I know it's getting played and it's interesting that you might play two two mana two threes that do something to adjacent minions you know uh, because yeah. that's the kind of deck that really wants this I mean obviously Silence Priest wants this this is a better card than like just Silence which is zero mana and target one minion. Because you could use this for the one minion that you need. Well, I, I guess that that card ha or silence has the flexibility of targeting an opponent's minion if you need to, and this doesn't have that. But I, I, I think it's just it's solid. Like the stat line is fine, and being able to deal that to two minions when that's your strategy and that's what you're trying to do is very strong. It, it depends on what the minions are. Yeah. It, it, it does have a downside because if you have a Twilight Drake on the board, this can be kind of awkward. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. Um, but I mean, it, it, that's an edge case, right? Like you're playing this anyway. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying that it can be a little bit more awkward than just Spellbreaker because you can't target it. And sometimes if you're not careful with your positioning or your opponent is, is careful about your positioning, then you're going to end up a little bit awkward, but you're still playing it. And it does, it does what that deck wants to do, which is get those things that can't attack and make them attack. Activate so it's going to be a four in that deck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think a four and, strong. and it's probably a three in arena because you can play this without the battle cry mattering. Um, a two mana two three is fine. Yeah. Most of the time, a silence is not going to be a big deal in arena, and and you should you should be able to play around it when it is. Yeah, if you can't play it, that probably means your board is good enough that you're ahead anyway, so it doesn't matter. So yeah, I think I think a three is fine there. Yeah. Um. Oh, this is me, soldier. Uh. So, so soldier of fortune is a four mana five six elemental that looks like it's. Made out of all the gold in Scrooge McDuck's vault. <laughs> That's totally what it is. <laughs> um, whenever this minion attacks, give your opponent a coin. Uh, there are better minions that you can work with than this. Yeah, I mean, it like this is not this is not making it to any of the silence decks. It's too expensive for that anyway, mm -hmm. and it's like it's it's overstated enough that you kind of you you know it's not it's not overstated enough that you want to play in one of those decks, and it's not oversatted enough that you'll play that you don't care about the downside if we didn't have a three mana five six in this set yeah i would probably feel a little bit better about it but because that exists it's like i i mean maybe you put two of each in there and you just don't care but i i think that you probably want to do more different things uh so yeah i think it's it's probably a two and constructed and a one in arena you just don't want to play yeah. this 
I mean, maybe it's a two in arena because I mean, by in late game, right? Like you're not always playing. Cards yeah, on yeah, card, no, right? that's true. Yeah. Okay, I'd go up to two. So I mean, do you care about a coin in the late game? Probably yeah. not. Yeah, that's fair. Next one here is Proud Defender, four mana, two six with taunt, and it reads has plus two attack while you have no other minions. Sort of a next step for the lone defender, or was it lone defender? Lone champion. Yeah, lone defender. Lone champion, I think. Lone champion, um, yeah. So, and it's sort of filling the Tar Creeper spot. I mean, it's really good when you don't have any other minions. It's a four mana, four six with taunt. Uh, that's uh, double up on Send and Shield Master. So, I I've seen it in some controlly decks that want to just play a lot of spells in the early game, and they don't mind slamming yeah. this on four, and they're really not at risk of playing something else but the the tough thing is this kind of softly locks you out of playing any other minions so this is this is another card that seems like a really strong arena card and maybe it sees some play but lone champion i i remember feeling oh man this is just so good for early game for control and it didn't really end up doing that so i i think this yeah. one is probably bound to the same fate i mean nothing's tar creeper but yeah this is super not tar creeper <laughs> uh i think it's threes across the board probably yeah uh, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Matter Reservoir is a two mana, zero, six spell damage plus one. I, this uh, elemental, it uh, your spell damage is going to stick if you have things that rely on spell damage, like we've talked about a few of them. This may be good. Uh, it's in, in, in Constructed, it's hard to find a spot for this with all the other minions that have spell damage. Mm -hmm. And in Arena, you really don't want a 0-6 and you don't have enough spells for it to matter. Yeah. If it were spell damage plus two, it would get interesting. Yeah. But I I think that they fairly statted this one and it's just not going to see any play. So probably ones yeah. across the board. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Next one here is Sunreaver Spy. Two mana, two, three, battle cry. If you control a secret, gain plus one, plus one. I heard you like Totem Golem, but you didn't like that overload effect. And if you're running secrets in your deck, that's pretty strong. I, I don't know that Hunter or Mage are going to really see much play with it, but Secret Paladin loves this. I mean, all yeah. day long. Yeah, I mean, I'm, maybe even in Wild you might see you might see Mage run it because they still have Cabal Lackey. Mm -hmm. um, that happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's... But uh, yeah, I mean, in, in Secret Paladin, you're going to play that. So it's probably a four. And then it's it's still a three in Arena just because, again, it's a two mana, two, three. You don't care about the yeah. the uh, the words as much. Perfectly fine. Um, safeguard is a six mana, four, five taunt. Death Rattle Summon a zero, five vault safe with taunt. I've already talked about this. This is a this is an awesome card. It's a really good defensive wall that you're, it's, it's basically like having... A, a minion that already comes with its own spike ridge steed almost yeah that's a really good uh good thing for it it, it, it is a mech it's token is a mech also so it's worth saying you're yeah. gonna get this off of like dr boom's discover a, a, a mech you're gonna get it off of omega assembly and you magnetize anything to either of them and that's just upside right I mean, yep. I, I remember seeing this card and thinking, like, my gut reaction was, what a meme. But the more I've seen it, it's it, it could not be further. I mean, it's just a, you have to deal 10 damage to this in order to get through to my face. And that's never a joke. This is basically like our new uh, Sludge Belcher. It, I, I think it is very, it's probably fives across the board, honestly. Yeah, I think so. I, I think you take this in arena every time. Yeah, no question. Toxfin's the next one up. A one mana, one two Murloc. Battle cry. Give a friendly Murloc poisonous. 
now Murloc decks have a tool that they didn't have before, and that is hard removal. Like you think about the influence that Crackling Razor Maw had when it got that poisonous on a little 1-1 one -one token, it, it was devastating. And this little guy is poised to do the same. Yeah. It's, oh gosh. Yeah, <laughs> that was close at least. Uh, <laughs> it took me a second. That joke, that joke um, was a little toxic, but you know. I, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think this is turning, turn into a toxic relationship. If you keep that up. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, in, in a Murloc deck, you're going to play this. You might take this sometimes in arena just because it's a one drop that you, you the, the, again, the text isn't going to go off, but sometimes like a one, two is something you'll just take mm -hmm. just because it can trade off, you know, one, a one health minion early. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, I mean, in a Murloc Shaman, you're running it all the time. It's a five and in arena, it's probably a three. Yeah, that's like, you're not super excited about it, but it's fine. I, I would feel a little bit sick if I saw it in arena, but you know, yeah, that 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 was um, a joke too. But you know, just keep going. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm too tired. You're done. <laughs> uh, Arcane, Arcane servant is a two mana two three elemental uh, with no text. If you really care about elementals, this is a two drop in arena. Again, a two mana two three with no text is fine. In constructed, you need to have some. You need to really super care about elementals. Yeah, you really want effects. I like so. This is just a no brainer. I'm not going to do this. I think yeah. this is just to dilute the elemental peel, uh, pool. Probably. Essentially. So it's like yeah. a two and a three, probably. Yep. Yep. Burly shovel fist is a nine mana nine nine with rush. I don't know any reason why you'd play this in. Uh, I guess actually, this could find a place in the Boom Reaver deck. Yeah, it could. I, it could. So maybe there are place. I mean, because dealing nine damage to something is insane, especially in arena. I did play. I, I had an unfortunate arena run with my arena ticket, but I did get one of these in there, and it did work in every game. So I was never sad to see this. Uh, see this in the late game. So I think it's a five there. Uh, maybe it's even a three yeah. in constructed. You know. Yeah, I think there's probably some deck that wants it, but I mean, there's a place for that Boom Reaver deck, and it's not in my collection. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Dalaran Crusader is a five mana five four divine shield. That, that's fine, right? Like in constructed in arena, that's probably a five. I mean, you take it doesn't have taunt. You'd like to have taunt, but I mean, you take Sun Sunwalker all the time, mm -hmm. and that's perfectly fine. And I mean, you'll even take things like Scarlet Crusader or whatever, and that's perfectly okay. And this is has better stats than Scarlet right, Crusader. Right, it trades up in, just like that does. So yeah, I, yeah. I agree. In constructed, I I don't really think you're probably gonna be digging pretty hard before you find this. Yeah, and unless you get like some sort of weird divine synergy, divine shield synergies. Or something. If the Glass Knight isn't seeing play, I don't think the Dalaran Crusader is going to. It's it's probably a three though. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just okay, you know. Yep. Yep. Next one here is a Centric Scribe. He's a six mana six four and Death Rattle summon four one one Vengeful Scrolls. I mean, this is just a token generator. This is like this reminds me of Violet yeah. Grub essentially. But it's really expensive for a token generator. Yeah. Like it's it's like uh like like uh violet worm or violet worm. That's yeah. Oh, is that okay? The one or or like or like uh say to thresh it on or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what it reminds where me. Where it's of. like where it's that's a really great arena card. It's probably like a foreign arena and in constructed you're never gonna play it. So it's like a two. Uh, I there could be. I I think two's right, but I think some token decks might be okay with it. Um, like violet worm never really saw play. Didn't it see play like right at the end, just because of its death rattle or something? Yeah, like something... In some in some yeah, I think in death rattle rogue. But I mean, I mean, think about like you need to go through scarabag and replicating menace, right, right, before you get to this. Typically, right? token, and, and I don't think you ever get there. Typically, token yeah. decks want to go pretty fast, and this is a little too slow for that. So yeah, 
I do I do want to hear his uh his battle cry and and voice work and stuff cuz the fact that yeah. he's called eccentric and he looks eccentric there's got to be some fun to be had with that. Right. <laughs> Um, Faceless Rager's a three mana five one battle cry copy of Friendly Minions Health in a Silence Priest. This is fantastic, and I think I actually had a handlock that was playing this, and it was it was okay. I mean, because you're you're playing those really cheap minions that can't attack, and then you get a you get this minion that gets their health and is a three mana five attack. So that's pretty good. But it's I found it was kind of underwhelming when I played it. Yeah, like you have to you have to set it. It's got a lot of setup. It does. It does require a lot out of you. I mean, those decks tend to run uh, minions that are pretty dependable. But even just like three mana is kind of tough to combo with unless you're in the late game. And at that point, uh, I mean, I guess if you have some fear protector in in hand, it's fine, you know, so uh, I this is by far the most playable rager card we've seen. So what a time to be alive. But and in arena, it's really not that bad either. I, I drafted one and I, I played up against a couple people who had them in theirs too. And it seemed, it was pretty solid in there. I mean, and, and if you, if you have to play a three mana five, one in arena, it's not the worst thing. It's in the world. not. I, like you don't want to, you don't want to, but you, you will, if you have really, to. you want to get three health or more on this in order for it to really be worth it. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd say it's probably threes across the board. Yep. Okay. Yep. Next one is flight master three mana, three, four battle cry. Summon a two, two Griffin for each player. This is the card that I think is better as a tech against big priest and res pools and stuff, because I, this is another one that I drafted in my arena deck and I was playing a warlock deck. I had shadow flame and I was able to take care of their board uh, just fine. I, I think that this is sneakily a really good card because if, if you can't get the advantage, it's just a three mana three four, which is good. If you can get an advantage somehow, this is a three mana five six, which uh, we we learned my thoughts on that with ancient or I can't even remember the name of the card, the statue thing. Yeah, I mean, I think that in wild, this might be something you start seeing. Just if big priest is still a thing, like you can, you you want to get like four unique minions that you're summoning for them. Yeah, to try to shut down a spellstone mm-hmm. in. In standard, you're better off with the with the mat summoner just because you want quantity. I well, does it matter? I well, I guess for mass resurrection, yeah. It, for it, mass resurrection, yeah. it does. No, you're right. Yeah. So I think, but I think even then, it's probably threes across the board. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Next one is um, you. Hedge Clan. Hedge Clan sneak is a three mana three three stealth. Fine. Cool. You're never gonna play this in constructed in arena. It's probably just fine. It's probably a three a three, which is you know, commiserate with its stats. Yeah, one in constructed. I mean, yep. maybe stealth yeah. matters. I mean, the fact that it doesn't have stealth this turn, you know, like every other stealth thing does, but I, I think you just play Jungle Panther instead of this every time. Yeah, yeah. Next one is Heroic Innkeeper, name mana 4-4, four, four. taunt, battle cry, gain plus two, plus two for each other friendly minion. Uh, you have to trigger, you have to have two other minions on board in order for this to trigger and be uh, an Iron Bark Protector, you know? Uh, this is asking quite a bit out of you, I think. And like token decks, like we talked about, typically want to go really fast. And Amen a minion is a lot of investment. So uh, yeah, unless you have some kind of two mana spell or something that you can play in combo with this. And at that point, it feels like you're already way behind where you want to be. I just don't see where this sees play. Yeah, I mean, and and the only thing I could think of is like Rafam's scheme, but even that's too expensive. Yeah, th- think about Frostwolf um, Warlord, five mana four four that gets plus one plus one for every other friend. Like, and that o- that only saw play when you had a hero power that made two minions. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I, yeah, I, it's a one in constructed. Yeah. It's probably yeah, it's probably like 
you'll probably end up taking it in arena, but you're not going to be super no, excited about th- it. So it's going to be two. I think two's fair there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Spellbook Binder is a two mana three two battle cry. If you have spell damage, draw a card. So, uh, sure. This is actually seeing some play in like aggressive is mage. Uh, decks yeah. yeah because your spell damage especially since cosmic anomaly is actually a card now and yeah. i feel like there's one other card that has it i mean worst case is the two- spells are spells that's it yep. mm-hmm. so it's actually not not too crazy yeah. and the fact that it trades up and stuff it's a it's a fair card i, th- I think it's a four in constructed uh, yeah i mean if there's decks that pl- they're playing it i can go along with that and in arena it's a three two yeah. which is fine it's a two man three yeah, two it's fine it's a three uh, yeah. Violet Spell Sword is a four mana one six battle cry. Gain plus one attack for each spell in your hand. We've seen this effect, and it's not good still. So <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, no, no, that's that's a one. It's that it's a one, at, which is the same as what its attack is going to be most of the time. Yes, it is. And in, in arena, it's probably a maybe it's a two. Like, but again, like a one six. We just talked about magic carpet, which actually has a relevant effect sometimes. And yeah, no, th- this is going to be a one six a lot of the time. So it's probably. I a think one. it's a one there too. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, we get we have Violet Warden, which is the last of our commons, oh boy. which is a six a six mana four seven taunt with spell damage plus one. Um, I just learned this was a card today. <laughs> um, when someone played it off of a power of creation. Oh yeah, that's not too bad. So, off that, actually. And, and off of that, it's yeah. great. It's not a card you're gonna put in your deck, but um, but that's a lot of words on a lot of keywords on it. But you know, you're not gonna put that in your deck, but you'll get it off of random effects, and you know that's okay. And in arena, I mean, you probably take this. I yeah, mean, it's, it's a taunt. Fine. It's got good stats. Mm-hmm. It gives you spell damage, like. It's it's probably something you take a fair amount. Yeah, I I drafted this in my arena deck, and I was always thankful. I mean, you you just want sometimes you want stuff to just sort of plug up the holes and and hold your yeah. ground, and this is fine. This is a power creep on arc 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 mage. Gosh, I can't yeah. ever say that. But arch archmage, I don't know. Whatever. But, but it's late. yeah, it's it's a two <laughs> and a four, I think. Yep. Okay, and that that leaves us with one card left, and I guess we can actually introduce the card of the week this time because we we just kind of jumped into it last yeah, time. Yeah, so. we sort of did. I mean, at the end of uh, a long marathon of reviews, you kind of you kind of have to give what you have, you know. But yeah, but I have something to give, my friend. So I would like I, to. I'm excited. I would like to introduce this card with everything I've got. Sometimes I'm hunting and want to deal some damage. Sometimes I'm creating a board. Sometimes I wish that I could still cast Flanking Strike. That's the definition of a good card. But I still press on. I still grab my bow. But I want a spell that has value, whoa. How can I deal damage and get card advantage most times? I'll just take a mark shot. Well, this is it, boys. This is war. Varisa is on the board. Malagos is ready to roar. Wait, only to a minion? Well, I can still afford to cast it now and get a spell. What is that? I can't tell. Oh, it looks like it has twin spells. So dealing 80 damage for two mana feels so swell. That's all I got. Oh, my goodness. I, I You know, you had you had a show a few weeks ago about music and... And talking about like having a having a playlist, and that's on my Hearthstone playlist. <laughs> well, there you go. Actually, 
and you'll never so be able to. I, I, pr- I probably should add some of these in because it's got such a beat to it. But oh well. Hope, oh. That's why. I, that's why I pull the karaoke track and then you know make it ten times harder for you to edit. That later. was a good time. No, I liked it. So, so why don't you talk about Mark Shot? Mark then? Shot is a four mana common hunter spell, and it it reads deal four damage to a minion, discover a spell. So I've said it so many times. I'll say it one more time. This is a very unassuming card that has a lot of potential. Uh, and flanking strike, as I mentioned in the song, is a uh, a card that we are all gonna miss because. Just like that in Implosion, it's just the definition of tempo. It's exactly what you want to do every time on turn four. It's just, it's so good. Mark Shot does a little bit more damage, and getting a spell card in your hand isn't quite as impactful immediately. But I think that what you get off of those, like the the the, the build that I, I think we talked about briefly, the Verisa, uh, Malagos, Alexstrasza, and Geppetto Joy Buzz, wants to run as few minions as possible so that uh, Geppetto can reliably get one of the other two and then hopefully combo them all or just spread them out at least over two turns, be able to deal something crazy. And Mark Shot is so, so important for that deck to work because it helps you to control the board in the mid game and discovering a spell could give you, it, it can fill your, your gaps when you have them or it can just give you a copy of Rapid Fire. I think I misspoke. It's actually 16 damage for two mana if you have Harissa and Malagos on ha- in hand, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, and, and I think I did the math at one point. It was somewhere between 40 and 50% to get a spell that can go face. So if you're looking for burn, you will get it almost half the time with this. And, and you can also just get another mark shot and just yep. keep, keep doing it. <laughs> so, which is pretty good too. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is definitely a tool that Hunter needs. And... You know, the only thing, the only downside of it is it doesn't go face, but getting another spell that can go face is fine. Yeah, the fact that your so, chance is yeah. so high to get that. So I'm, I would say it's fives across the board because it's like, what, what more are you asking? It's not flanking strike, but it is, it is doing just great. Yeah, I, I would say so. And, and in arena, it's removal and it gets you more spells. That's fine. Exactly, too. you get what you need. Yeah. Well, you may not get what you want, but you get what you need. Steve, the shadows have fallen because we've risen and we've. Fa- I no, I'm trying to be smart. I can't be smart at this point. We've done six hours of content. So, how do you feel about the set overall? Like, I I, I I know we hit it a little bit at the top, but like seeing all these cards now, sort of in the rearview mirror, what does it feel like for you? It, it feels good. It feels different, and and it feels different in a good way. And I don't know how much that has to do with the new cards and how much has to deal with do with you know, getting rid of the old cards, mm-hmm. but it definitely feels very different. Like the classes feel like they do things a little bit differently for the most part, except maybe for warrior. But like, you know, we're still trying to figure out how to play these classes. And that's something we really haven't had to do for a while. Like we had a lot of continuity, especially between like you're the mammoth and you're the Raven, because some of those decks were just the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, even after the nerf, some of the, I mean, you know, we didn't get that same kind of having to figure things out because we kind of learned the decks that weren't good enough until they were good enough. Yeah. And, and now we're trying to figure out like, what do these classes do? What do these decks do? Right. Like what, it, what is this class good at right now? Cause it used to be really good at certain things and now it's not anymore. Now warriors, the, the, cl- the class that everybody's angry at, yeah. which is good. Cause I, I'm a Christian, <laughs> so I'm happy this time. It was angry at me. Anymore. Right. There's always a boogeyman. But... I think it's really cool though, to feel like every class sort of has a chance right now. Obviously warriors yeah. sort of overpowering everything, but rogue druid, uh, 
maybe not so much mage and paladin but a lot of these other classes yeah. are really they're they're finding builds that work to some degree and it'll just take time to really see what happens but i i feel like everyone's got a fair shake with their pool of cards right now yeah and and mage i mean mage is, a, is mostly a control class right now and that always takes a little bit longer to figure sure, out yeah um, like when Burn Mage was a thing, it took about a month to figure that out before it became a thing. And the one that had the ice blocks and the pyroblast and the, the discovers and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Paladin is maybe the one that's a little bit in the most precarious spot, but Paladins had plenty of time in the sun. Paladins had <laughs> yeah, Sunkeeper Tarim for two years. Literally Par- the sun. Paladin can, ta- Paladin can take a turn off for a set. I'm not going to be <laughs> too upset about that. I don't think anyone really is. Well, yeah, if you're if you're not excited to play Hearthstone, then you haven't booted up the game yet. And I can't encourage you enough to do that because uh, this is a this is a truly fantastic time. I mean, the game feels fresher, I think, than it ever has. Every new expansion feels a little bit fresh, but this one, especially with you're the mammoth leaving standard and stuff. I mean, I I feel like it's a brand new game in a lot of ways and, and you do not get that feeling very often at all. Yeah, and I mean, I've I've done a lot more snap crafting than I normally do, and I, I mean, part of that is just because I have a lot of dust saved up because I I got everything that I needed early, but it's also just like I want to play with these cards, I want to yeah, see what they yeah. do, and it's like I'm willing to spend the dust now, and even if they're bad, like I'll play them for eighty gold quests. I don't really care. Like I'll have fun with with Felord Betrog, even if it's not as good as I think it's going to be. Yep. Right? Like, because I'll still have fun with it at some point, and one day I'll get the Hakkar dream to, to happen. <laughs> um, that's all that matters. But, but it, it's, it, there's, like, a, just, like, a lot of just, like, blue sky, and, and we haven't had that for a long time. Yeah. So I'm really excited, and I, I'm really interested to see what people come up with. Well, that's kind of the fer- perfect place to close out the show, and boy, do we need it. So I, I want to remind you, as always, as we close up, that you are the happy Hearthstone Uh, This podcast from the beginning has been about the fantastic community that we have around here. So just want to give you a few ways to interact uh, because certainly these review episodes are a huge highlight of the year, but we have so much more fun throughout the rest of the weeks and even in between the weeks. So if you haven't been to the website yet, you should definitely check it out, thehappyhearthstone.com. You can actually go to thehappyhearthstone.com slash newsletter and get email updates about anything that's going on with the show and you'll be entered perpetually into a drawing to win seven packs of your choice. So if you just wish you had a little bit more dust, and come on, we could all use a little more dust, be sure to go check that out, sign up, so that you can be a part of those drawings for the indefinite future. That's uh, that's me committing insanely. So anyway, uh, do that. Go to thehappyhearthstone.com slash discord to join our discord community, which is free. We've got people talking all the time, sharing deck lists, especially during this time when everything is so fresh. Uh, You definitely should go check that out. And I do want to shout out uh, for the iTunes reviews. Uh, we, I actually did have one go in. I'll, um, I'll read that off next week. But if you haven't left an iTunes review, please go do that. It's a f- simple, free, quick way to support the show. And it, uh, if you want to talk about uh, committing to something, it really is an indefinite support because that being in their system just helps the podcast to rank and for new people to find it. So go do that. And then you can uh, send me an email at thehappyhearthstone.gmail.com. And every other month, I'm raffling off an hour of coaching just to say thank you to those of you who leave reviews. And if you have left a review in the past, you can also send me an email. Just say you want to get entered into the drawing and I'll enter you in as well. I feel like it's unfair to only uh, reward the 
the more the more recent uh, subscribe or uh, reviewers on there. So go do that. And then of course, if you really enjoy this show, if you want to see it grow, the Patreon is the best way uh, to become a part of the family. Really, I, I have to thank Menok and Risen for become for being producers of the show. You two have been supporting the show for a while. I mean, especially well, both of you really have. So I I cannot thank you enough for supporting the show at the highest level. If you're interested in joining them, they also get an hour of coaching with me every single month. We actually had someone else join the producer level this past week. And so uh, when that goes through at the end of the month, we'll be thanking him as well. Um, But I I just recently opened that up to anybody who wants to just be a part of uh, really creating the show and getting access to me is the is is the bottom line of that, too. And uh, if you can't quite afford that, but you really want to up your game again, the inner fire is the best way to do that exclusive community of people who are talking daily about this game. And I'm getting ready for our first deep dive session, which I'm really excited about. It's essentially kind of going to be like a webinar where we're going to talk about something really in depth that will help you uh, in your game. It'll be a live thing for only for people who are in the inner fire or at the producer level and uh, I, I will it'll be live for them and then I'll also give them uh, exclusive access to that um, so yeah really exciting and that starts at ten dollars a month for the inner fire so go check all that out at patreon.com slash the happy hearthstone that's about everything I feel like I could plug I'll, I guess I'll throw my Twitter out there if you're not following me on there Andrew is living I'm talking all the time about what I'm playing and what I'm having fun with I mean it's just a great place to interact and kind of get to know people in the hearthstone sphere so uh, definitely go do that and you can let me know if you'd like to be a co-host on the show for any time in the future at the happy hearthstone at gmail.com I have gotten quite a bit behind where I thought I was so if you've reached out to me like in the past six to eight months to be on the show i have not forgotten you i promise i actually had a few people recently who were like hey are we still on yes you are still on i promise you're still on the list um but you can feel free to reach out and i'll I'll let you know kind of where you are and if you haven't reached out yet please do i'd love to have you on we can talk about whatevs uh steve I am so looking forward to you and Ridiculous Hat talking about the 100-plus decks that you have. And I know many other people, whether they know it or not, uh, would love to tune into that. So let us know how we can stay in touch with you until we're crazy enough to uh, wander back in. Who knows if we'll be in the in the villain cavern or the city, the floating city or what? Uh, or, or something. Who knows? Who knows where <laughs> we'd be? We never know where we'd be. As long as we're not in a dumpster fire, it's all good. But it's... Uh, yeah, so uh, you can come if you if you are not already sick of my voice, you can come uh, listen to me on my podcast, which is Off Curve. You can find it at offcurve.com or just go to wherever you are listening to this. If you are listening to this on some sort of a phone or portable device and go uh, search for Off Curve and you will probably find it. Um, I will. I don't know what day next week, but hopefully uh, next early next week, I will have our, our good friend Ridiculous Hat on who is, again, the only one who is more of... He, he is basically the King Togwaggle of deck lists. He really is. That's a fantastic way of putting it. <laughs> and, and we have over 100 decks that we're going to be pulling down to whatever... Kind of help you make sense of the meta and help you figure out what you're going to be playing if, um, if it's not Bomb Warrior. And even if it is, we'll help you find the best list for that. And that's always a fun time. And, and when I'm not doing that, I do, you know, generally about 30 minute episodes from my car while I'm driving home, just whatever happens to be uh, top of mind. Uh, so come listen to that. And you can also find me 
streaming on Twitch at uh, twitch.offcurve.com. And you can, I have a Discord as well, which is at discord.offcurve.com. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, the show's account is at offcurve, and I am at wickedgood. And uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you will eventually get links to everything that I'm doing and, and links to when I am casting tournaments, which hopefully I will be doing again around next month. And if I'm doing anything else, like the, uh, I hopefully will be getting a couple of data. I have a couple of ideas for data visualizations that I am hoping to get started on this weekend because we got a lot of data and I think that I may be able to help. You're kind of gifted so. at that kind of stuff. So I'm eager to see wow. what you come up with. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm a professional because it's literally what I do for my day job. So I don't know if I'm, if I'm gifted, but at least I'm able to do it. So and, and you know, if I can help other people kind of see things a little bit differently, it's what I like. If to you want to so. put you and I's talents next to each other in that arena, you're definitely gifted. So that okay. no, I can't draw a straight line, so I can visualize data, but I can't draw a straight hey, line. Hey, whatever so. works. Well, hey, man, I don't know if the villain scheme worked or not, but. Boy, was this fun to go through the cards as always. I, I can't thank you enough personally, man, for uh, not not just for uh, doing this and slogging through all these cards, but also for being a friend, man. I just I it, it's yeah. it's truly a treat to be able to get to do this with you every time. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm happy to do it. And like I say, after every time that we do this, there are not a lot of people that I would sit and record <laughs> for three hours with and wanted it twice in a week and then want to do it again. And And you're one of them. You're one of very few. So. I'm happy to do it. I always have fun doing this. I mean, this is what I do all the the whole month leading up to mm -hmm. this is start thinking about all these things and then just vomit it all out at once. And, uh, you know, I, I love doing that. So I'm happy to keep doing I'm it. I'm honored to And I'm looking forward to four months from yeah, now. Yeah, I, I was going to say, we've actually got a very fun four months ahead of us. So I'm not in any rush to get there. Uh, and and <laughs> I think I speak for both of us that we end the second episode and we're always like, Okay, it's gonna be good to sleep for a little bit after this, but four months is a good is a good. It interval. really is. I, let's put it that way. <laughs> but regardless, I really appreciate you, man, and thank you so much for visiting the Happy Hearthstone and having a little fun with us. We'll see you next time. Bye.